Last thing, I have, this is honest as a friend question, guys, and I'm, I'm curious. I went through Brady Hoke. Um, I'm not comparing it fully, but it gives off similar energy when, like, three penalties happen in a row and the whole sideline's chopping. Yeah, you, we saw your chop on the – That made – that's what pissed that me off. me off, too. <laughs> I, knew it, I knew it had to. Cheers to episode 95. 95. Look at the mug. Coffee. There. Water. This is like the last firebender. <laughs> um, What's in that cup? That, that's water. So I had a blue moon, actually. So I did drink before. This. I had a blue At moon. work. At a work outing. Oh, so you weren't working. You were drinking. I did wow. have a blue moon. They're going to be late because you were drinking at Top Golf for this, work. This is our normal time. Um, Noted. Welcome in to the number one sports podcast in the state of Michigan. It is Tuesday, November 1st. November 1st. <laughs> Say it with Firth. me now. November 1st. November 1st. I just stuttered because I realized I need to pay rent today. It is 7.53 p.m. on the East Coast. And pretty quiet weekend of sports. So uh, that could be a lot to get to this this show. Um, Actually, and the free press i saw an article today said that we are responsible for what happened between our two teams that we as a podcast um hating people is why what happened saturday night happened i do hate a lot of people so i'll take some blame in this throw my name out there any publicity is good publicity i disavow i was thinking like that's just such an absurd take that the what percentage did shot of michigan sports play in the role of saturday night I mean, what are you guys talking about? The Free Press wrote an article, an article. that basically yeah. blamed like the public, the fans, for like building up escalation that got to this point. It's social media, not just fans. It's social media created. Yeah, this. social media. I you can say contributed. It's like Drake, isn't it? Maybe a little bit. I mean, the players don't care as much as fans do. It seems. I mean, they said that. Yeah. No, hundred percent. I don't. Yeah, I think. I think if people realize that players in the actual game care way less than most fans do, we'd probably all be better off as a fan base. Yeah, be for the better. They're worried about getting on Tinder and Hinge after the game, and like, what? What are we? What are we doing? Some of my favorite people. So we're gonna preview the show. We're gonna do weekly check-ins of what happens in our personal lives. Then we're gonna dive into Michigan, Michigan State. No Game of Thrones. That feels weird to say. Yeah, and then, Sunday sucked. <laughs> Yeah, so these are officially dead to me. So Evan, you're not backing on NFL football. I didn't watch any football Sunday. I did. I was nonstop football on Sunday. I was basically just watching my fantasy team dominate. My fantasy team died this week, so I didn't even need to watch football. But Sunday night football, there was no no Thrones. Um, House of (laughs) the Dragon. Uh, wasn't on, so I kind of went to bed extremely early because I knew the Packers wouldn't give it a fight. So good for you. Who was the be- best fantasy football performer you had this weekend? Uh, D Hop. Oh, and yeah, he averages twenty-seven points a game. Confirmed. That's pretty good. 
Dante Foreman, good player. <laughs> 31. So Two daddies. Who does he play for? He plays for the Panthers. And he did get did because he was Derrick Henry's backup, right? Yes, he played three games as a starter in Tennessee. Yeah. Last, and did he last get year. Traded or released? No he idea. No wow. Idea. But Chuba Hubbard go. out last Sunday, so Foreman got everything. Wow. Thank you. Um, no problem. Thank you. Kyler got 27, so I'm not too mad. Already shipped him out, anyways. <laughs> Alex is active today. Had to uh, be. Had to, had to re blow it up again. <laughs> um, but yeah, we'll get into the game. We'll get into previews of team the two teams, Rutgers and Illinois, the respective opponents. And we got Lions recap. Lions trades really is the big story from oh, and firings of what happened the fall of the game. I did go back and watch the game last night. Um, what game? The Lions? Lions Dolphins. I, I haven't seen a single play still <laughs> to this point. <laughs> um, and then if there's any Pistons, Red Wings, Tiger stuff, we'll just leave it at the bottom. I'm not sure. It's going to be lighter than I think last week, but we'll see. And then we'll mix in. We only got two listener questions, really. Um, to well, use this week. one insult um, that doesn't need to be mentioned. Was it Marissa's? Well, that one as well. I don't know if you saw that, Evan. She said she Marissa said you smell bad. <laughs> I smell bad. Yeah, she, she said Evan stinks. She was just I being. Did, I don't look at the comments. The prankster. I don't either. That one I saw though. She tried she, to prank me last night, but I was sleeping. Yeah, and same. Then she, That's hey, sorry. Past my bedtime. <laughs> so she asked a question on Instagram. She said, "Why is Evan so stinky?" And I didn't see the profile when I looked at it. I was like, "That's so mean." And then I realized that she was just being a clown. Um, so I hope she got a laugh out of it and pranking you guys. She told me about that. I definitely would have fell for it. I definitely didn't, I didn't fall for it at all. I have you, proof that I didn't fall for it. Your heart, you're not very gullible. No. Um, and then Brad, long listener, Brad. Yeah, we who, don't um, need to read that one. No, Just we don't insulting. need to read that. I've gotten Brad thoughts on the matter. I'm sure you guys, you already know what they are. We, we, we disagree on it a little bit. Um, but we'll get into he that. He just we'll texted me about <laughs> Michigan State losing to Grand Valley State. So the guy is relentless. There's only <laughs> one way to avoid it. You just ignore it. Hashtag relentless. Um, Keep chopping, bro. Keep chopping. Let's get into our weekly check-ins. Evan, the first week without? Football. Football. What's the adjustment been like? Yes. Um... <laughs> You're a new man. Yeah, there was one day I wasn't doing anything. I actually got home before, like, four. Didn't know what to do, so I just took a nap. Take your pants off right away? <laughs> I showed up, but I didn't. No, I changed right away. I got out of the work clothes. That's kind of what I meant. Um, Friday, Um, playoff, high school playoff football. Roll try. Saw a win there. Yep. Um, Saturday. I had work in the morning and then um, family house, however you want to call it, to a party. Uh, Alex was there. Uh, half of mint one. money was there. First one there, Alex. Yeah, they, they participated in a golf outing. And I didn't want to participate in it. So wow. I stayed in, stayed behind, watched college football, won a bet, um, and it's started already. drinking early. A large bet? A parlay? Uh, I won a parlay. Oh, a parlay. 
Yeah. Um, How many didn't legs? Didn't even know Toledo's backup quarterback was playing out. It wasn't even their starter. That's how gritty well, that performance was. That's why it was sweaty. Really? That's why it was sweaty. And their quarterback is like a Heisman contender in my mind. He's really good. He's only thrown for like 1,300 yards this year. Well, let's not let facts get in the way of our narratives. <laughs> oh, my bad. My bad. Um, yeah, just had a bunch of people over. We watched the Red Wings game. Um, they beat the Wild. Wait, uh, I, was like, I was like, after or before? I see what he's doing. Like, during. During. What was the best uh food option at the party? Um I we had smoked chicken wings. Oh, oh my wings. God. They were good. It's amazing. I mean, I just nervous ate and just paced back and forth. Just would walk back and forth and grab a little bit of everything. Um, just stuffed that face. Cheesy potatoes were fantastic. <laughs> what dessert Brownies, did you have out? MMs, cookies. I was getting after it. It was Halloween. I had two soft pretzels. <laughs> oh, soft pretzels were fantastic too. That's a yeah. psychotic move. Two soft pretzels, wings. What'd you dip them in? Uh, the soft pretzels or the wings? Both. Soft pretzels, I went with a nice honey mustard. Oh. And uh, I went barbecue sauce for my wings. It's so, so you guys got like a legit smoker? Yep, won it. It's not sure how legit it is. But it's I figured free. it out. It's I, a it smoker. I figured it out. So, God, that sounds good. Um, and then Sunday, I was like, I felt like a just a bag pile of like shit, shit. on Sunday. <laughs> Donuts. Not not like hungover. Just like I didn't do anything. I think I sat in like my living room chair literally for like eleven hours. Didn't do anything. I checked my screen time. On Sunday night, just like I knew I was on my phone for a while, Ten hours. I checked it, and I was like, "Dear Lord, what I don't think it, I, I don't think I canceled out my I don't think I canceled out my fantasy football app. This was refreshing it. What was the time? nine hours forty two minutes? Ah, I've seen to, worse. I need to go look. That's really was, bad, though. I'll do it. Phone, just, my phone that was is just two sick. hours of overtime from a regular work day. Yeah. Just my phone was up Stop. just on fantasy football the entire day. And I that knew I was gonna win. Well, I watched yeah. most of the uh I watched most of the Jaguars Broncos game though on my phone, so that took a, a good chunk of the morning. Also the fantasy app being open, that's like not really on your phone. I mean you're probably glancing at it, but I'm not, I'm sure you're not holding it, I'm just staring at it. <laughs> yeah, point. Yard. Yard. <laughs> I agree with that sentiment. Oh, I don't have screen time turned on on my work phone, but I have six hours on Sunday on my personal, and yeah. that's a work day, on my club. work day on my work phone, so that has to at least be nine, and Saturday, I just checked I had seven and a half, so I could use a detox. <laughs> yeah. Same to say. Welcome to the club, guys. <laughs> We're um, going to detox with Alex. That was really my, oh, trick-or-treating Monday. Oh, you yeah. treated I did not treat. You I wanted to trick. trick. You were a trick. <laughs> but I would, I, my life's been a trick for a while. What um, is that quote? <laughs> Bars. Um, but I worked all day until like seven. And then so didn't really have time. Tried not to hit any trick-or-treaters on the way home. And that Threw was about a costume? It. I did not wear a costume. Not to school. No. Damn. We had a fog delay half day, so the technically I didn't that. have to go in until oh, noon. That's the benefit of being a teacher. I could you use a fog delay days. tomorrow. I could use one bad, Grant. I could I could use a fog delay tomorrow, I'll say it. 
<laughs> I could use a tsunami. Alex. Jesus. Well, that'd be a lot of days off of work, don't you think? Yeah, especially with just power out, especially with the power outages at your workplace. Power hour went out last night right after I left, <laughs> of course. <laughs> it was back um, on this morning. Speaking of Halloween, Alex, what kind of candy did Aaron Glenn hand out? <clears throat> uh, I don't know. I didn't leave my house after I got home yesterday. He gave Alex his. Uh, gave Alex his. Uh, he gave me a full Hershey bar. house listing. A defensive backs job. That's what he's handing out. That's job mean. posting. Sensitive. I'm gonna Alex, guess that he wasn't there. Your weekend. Your life. Uh, I did everything Evan did on Saturday except work. Um, instead of working, I got my hair cut. Oh, looks great. Thanks. I have a hat on. <laughs> For those listening. Um, you got a haircut in the time that Evan was busy. Um, hung out at Evan's Saturday, Friday. <sighs> Nothing. Didn't do anything. Just home alone by myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and then... So many options to do when you're home alone. Right. Um, and then Sunday, uh, I stayed at my parents' Saturday night. So Sunday, I ate breakfast with them, and then I went home, grocery shopped. Yeah, what'd you have? Uh, just just uh, scrambled eggs and toast, nothing crazy. No. Underwhelming. No. Yeah, it was. I shouldn't have been uh, asked. They didn't know I was coming home, so they, they just said they didn't plan ahead. Whatever. We do, live, we do live far away from grocery stores. Yeah. I would have I been the same way, though. I'm not running out once I'm already settled. And so then I went home, taped back to here, did laundry, um, deleted Twitter, uh, because Drew was like, God, I just, I think I need to get off Twitter. He's like, I, th- I think I'm just going to delete it. And I just looked at him and I deleted mine. He's like, yeah, all right, let's do I, it. I love a good extreme. Go to the extreme. It's like never again. So, I mean, just, eventually I'll probably get back on it. It's so tough because, like, I'm missing out on a lot of news. Like, I just don't know anything, and I'm used to knowing everything right away. So, like, now you can actually catch me, Grant. You can catch me on stuff I won't know. Like, I didn't wow. know Hawkinson got traded until you guys texted about it. Didn't even realize the trade deadline was today. Like, there's so much <laughs> I'm missing out on. Hand up. I didn't either. I forgot. The guy in Migos died. Like, I didn't know that. Take so, off. R.I.P. Um, yeah, R.I.P. So, yeah, no Twitter day... Two and a half. It's, it's very strange. Um, yeah, and that's it. Um, my weekend was pretty chill, I would say, because the last two, I feel like I had things to talk about with my parents visiting and Marissa visiting, but this was back to alone, Grant. So, just kind of used the time to organize my life because I had a couple like weekends of doing stuff in a row, and I was like, you know what, let's. Make sure all the laundry's done. Let's let's clean the apartment. Let's get it really nice and clean, not just like normal clean. So that was good. Um, didn't do anything crazy or rememberable, I don't think. I got Raisin Cane's again. Some would say I'm addicted. I don't know. I don't think it's that bad. But it has. Good? I did have it. Evan was had, really questioning me on Saturday. He's like, is it good enough that Grant's getting it again two weeks it's in just, a row? It's got it's just fast food chicken. Like it can't be that good. I'm sure there's more it's homemade. That good though. There's better homemade fried chicken you can find from somebody's family. I'm sure, but well, how, how am I gonna just go to family's yeah. doors and be like, like, hey man, can you whip me door? up some fried chicken? I'm sure, like your grandmother or your or one of your family members can make better fried chicken. 
Not one of mine. <laughs> I don't know if my grandma could. Chefs don't run in the Gillen household. Oh, no, my dad's mom. She's a great chef. Evan, awesome. I just noticed this because I logged onto our Twitter. Are we are we sourcing pictures? I kind of like it. Like, we just send us your pictures. At I, I get them sent to me, and I'm, you I'm just shooting them out. Man? I'm shooting them out. Yeah. I deleted Twitter. Did <laughs> no, you? Welcome. No, I just open it up, and I see we're wherever, and I know the three of us are not there right now. So, And I kind of figured that with the Michigan game, too, because I knew none of us were there. I oh, like it. you just tweeted right now the Michigan State basketball game. Yeah, yeah Evan. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we are wherever. People are going to think we get wherever. every event. Evan, we should really source all that every time. Then people would be stunned. They'd be like, oh, my God, these guys go to everything. <laughs> Send uh, Cody from Mitten Money out to Gillette Stadium for the Pats. It just said, we're actually at Disney World right now. <laughs> we're wherever. <laughs> um, so, yeah, pretty boring weekend. But, yeah, raising. I've had three times total so three times in like 10 three days. already yeah when was the third <laughs> well so i went myself and then when marissa was here we went before i took her to the airport and then had it on so i had it the week before she came i had it a couple days later on tuesday and then i had it on saturday <laughs> you're addicted ouch yeah <laughs> big day for your club i decided to represent you guys on the show Thank you. It was glory, glory. I was running around the apartment. Really? On the game-winning goal. I don't know if you know what happened. <laughs> no idea. Uh, well, it was 1-0. We were losing at halftime. Marseille, who shot off fireworks the night before. <laughs> Whatever. Um, so if we lost, we were not going to make it to the knockout round. The 16 round or whatever. Round of 16. And then we scored in like the 54th minute. Equalizer. And then they almost scored in the 88th after we hit the post in the 83rd. And then we are in the fifth minute of extra time or stoppage time. Stoppage time. Extra time. Same thing. Stoppage. Stoppage time. 95th minute. Um, I think the uh, opponent thought they were going to blow the whistle at midfield. And Harry oh Kane just started God. running with the ball. I'm sick. And <laughs> passed it to Hoiberg. And he buried it in the corner of the net in the 95th to not only win the game, but win the group. <laughs> so it was riveting. So you guys are first in the group. First. We went from third to first in like 10 minutes. It's wild. Wow. All right. Well, those are our fun recaps. Now into a not fun, more serious topic. But I'm kind of glad the dust has settled to Tuesday to like fully get our thoughts out because I can speak for myself. I definitely was drunk and like heated in the moment. I was just like, this is crazy what's happening. So I think the best way is just all to give our own thoughts and then we talk together. My goal is hopefully that this, our platform, our podcast, because I've been pretty disappointed with fans bases and like blue checks like i'm gonna call them sus blue checks where they're a blue check because they work for a media outlet but they're just a fan of the team guys as a media member and i've seen that on both sides so i'd like if there's this is a this show is a good reminder that fans on both sides can still be friends at the end of the day we all live in the same state we're all neighbors alex is shaking and said no like this is republican <laughs> democrats <laughs> but which is what it felt like this weekend it feels like you were talking about politics when this topic gets brought up but I hope this serves as a reminder to people that it's just a football game. We are simply just fans. And like in three years from now, this won't be 
nearly as big of a deal as it is now. Um, but yeah, hopefully that's what we can get to because I'm definitely not nearly as fired up or passionate about it as I was the night of because everything comes out and you realize, you know what? Life will go on. Um, I'll give the floor to Evan if you'd like to take it for you to give your thoughts first. Why are you guys laughing? I was like, it was best to go one at a time. Uh, on the game or what happened afterwards? We'll do, yes, good call. Good question. We'll do tunnel. We'll do all the tunnel stuff and then we'll talk about the actual game um, next. <sighs> I, I told myself coming into this podcast that I was not going to comment on the tunnel situation because everything that, well, everything that I am currently reading um, through uh, social media and just trying to find sources and like information, it's just no matter what a Michigan State fan says, it is not right. It can't be right in the eyes of Michigan fans. It, it, to me, that's what it seems like. Um, you know, when I first saw it happen Saturday night, I really didn't think it was that big of a deal. I really didn't think it was that big of a deal. I was like, another skirmish, another fight. Um, that was that. Like, separate them, move on. Mm-hmm. Um and, yet, and I don't. I guess think we it, should. We'll go like. I'm not not interrupting, but just so everyone keeps it together. Like that's the Matt Charbonneau video because there was like the three first video of Matt Charbonneau's. Us, yeah, yeah. That, that first video, I was like, man, you know, get him back to his locker room, move on. Mm-hmm. Um, then the second video came out, um, which I believe was like GBM pool. It was like the potato looked like it was shot on a potato. But you could see helmet swinging. You could see a helmet swinging. You couldn't see the numbers. Couldn't see what's going on. And everyone's just running away from it. Yep. Um, That irked me a little bit in a bad way for as a Michigan State fan. You you never want to see that. My biggest thing is like you never want to see fighting and people say the police need to get involved. Um, I don't know if it's just me. I'm the whole notion like I understand – and everyone's a human being, and we should treat them like this. But it, like it happened, I know it didn't happen on the field. It happened in the stadium, and like to me, there's some way that it's still like the field of play. Um, I know their actions can be. I mean, the one was severely injured; he has concussion, broken nose, busted up face, basically because of the helmet swinging. Um, I don't condone it. I'm not saying I do. I'm not saying whose fault it was. Obviously, Michigan State was seen as the abusers, and Michigan was seen as the victims. Um, but I also don't think the Michigan two Michigan players were going up there peacefully, um, and that Michigan State just like the word jumped them. I think that was a little. I think people are just using it because everyone else started using it. Um, I don't think if you're walking to the locker room and you just see a player, you're just going to attack them after getting your ass kicked for 60 minutes. I think there had to be something there. Um, now Michigan State shouldn't have fought back or escalated the situation. And like you, ha- you got your ass kicked. You have to take whatever verbiage abuse you're going to take because you can't do it in between the lines. It's wait until next year. Basically what you have to do. Um, but it is a bad look now. Um, just like the control of what little was done 
there wasn't like a, it wasn't a full team fight like that you see like on the fields. It's just how can you let them get that much under your skin? I don't know what was said um, to retaliate. And obviously, if there wasn't cameras or if there wasn't phones, you wouldn't have seen anything. You'd been like, oh, there's players suspended because of something that happened in the tunnel. That was it. Um, I don't condone it. I'm glad there's players getting suspended. Um, the investigation is happening. I just don't like what is being said Michigan-wise when you, it's not your team. I mean, the other side isn't perfect anyways. I mean, you had – I don't want to – drag anything else in that doesn't relate to it but you had like other situations in other sports where you know the word assault or getting fired is getting thrown into it and you're going to defend that situation i know this one's different because you have a helmet involved um like a weapon but there's other situations where within your university stuff happens and i think it needs to be like if it's not dealing with your kid um, you don't really need to talk about it or escalate or like make assumptions until you know the facts. Yeah, I think I agree with almost everything you said. I think like I don't really vehemently disagree with anything you said. I think a, a very key part that I wish a video, another video could come out. I mean, they kind of just drop yeah. at random times. What we're really missing is the end of the. There's the well, I guess the not tunnel video, but Tom Verhammon, Tom Verharman, the college football, where it's like the wide shot that shows number one and 22 going up with the rest of Michigan State's players. So like we have that, and then we have the other videos that came out. We don't have the mid, we don't know, we don't have the middle. We don't, I think we can all assume as adults, there's probably verbal, like they're not just silently walking up the tunnel. There was one video that got released today, I don't know if I'd be able to find it, of 22 John at Michigan State. And a lot of the one of the video captions of it was saying it was after everything happened, and it was hard to believe that would be after, um, due to the little security that was in the video and the little of like Michigan authorities, the Michigan State authorities being in between. It was kind of still like the whole walking up the tunnel situation. Um, I think I know what you're talking about, unless it's one I haven't seen. But yeah, I saw. I think it's from Joey Ellis verified and I was just psychotic. I mean, like the screen time has, has shown I, I plan to do an Alex detox when this is whole things over just because I, I can't look away from it, but I'm going to when it's all said and done. Um, but that, that was like I was piecing together the photos that was after the the join because at the end of that video, you see the state troopers around 22 and walk with them. And like if those guys were there, like the assault is not going to happen if he's like surrounded by police authority so yeah the the join video of 22 dropping not safe for work language everywhere that was after the initial assault or the initial attack took place so alex would you like to dive into any points that you felt you need to get off your chest now i guess i should say too i i felt like you guys did too like with alex i know with jawan howard stuff you're like let's just not talk about it i would like to just be like we shouldn't but i had you know i'm sure people were like curious about your thoughts and i'm like you know we do have a decent amount of listeners they probably are like all right let's just what do these guys have to say about it so i feel like as much as i hate talking about it because i just like talking about sports we like same with the both scandal that we touched we were debating like do we talk about this Joan stuff like we kind of have to talk about it yeah i was planning on it so thanks <clears throat> i was just saying uh, for everyone because i feel the same way i'm like i just want to talk about the game 
but I thought Evan worded it uh, pretty nicely there. I agree with everything said. I don't condone anything that happened um, in terms of the fighting. And it's a terrible look for the university and the program. You're getting dragged. And I get it. Um, I'm cool with the suspensions. Um, doesn't bother me whatsoever. Um, the only thing I would kind of agree with Evan also on is um, – Get the university getting dragged as a whole and everybody related to Michigan State getting blamed and it's the culture at Michigan State and all that ridiculous garbage. Um, I don't think that's fair. I don't think anybody should be saying that. Joking or not, it's not funny. Um, but, yeah, it's a, it's a bad situation. It's a bad look. I agree that I don't think Michigan State players uh, just jumped them for no reason. I don't think that they just attacked two players in the tunnel for fun because they were mad. Um, I think they were provoked, um, but they should never have reacted. They should have just kept walking. So that's the part that is why I'm fine with suspensions and why I don't condone any of that. But, yeah, it's just a bad look. Bad luck, bad situation, bad for everything. And it's it's getting to the point in the rivalry where there is no respect whatsoever between these teams at all. And it's is it good or bad? I mean, you for the fans, maybe they're like, Yeah, this is awesome. This is great. But like also at the same time, is it's gonna ruin like the product on the field. It's just gonna turn into fight after fight. John and then you just it's gonna get too toxic. Part of the reason I don't need to be on Twitter right now is just absolutely almost out of control not to the i mean if that would have happened on the field and we would have saw a full two two v two team brawl um i think people would be even more freaked out about it but i think they'd be less freaked out about it if it just happened less optic like optically they'd be like oh it's it's still like a, a game they're they're fighting they're in pads they're on the field it's fine but in a tunnel when you see helmets swinging and a dude's face gets beat up pretty bad and his parents are pressing charges or I think that's what he saw. I think it like the, like just, you said, it's the, just got more real by being in the tunnel and the sheer numbers too, of like, if it's 10 V 10, it's like, okay, both sides are equally. Yeah. Like, if what they the were all just doing? shoving in the tunnel and yeah, punches would be thrown, but they're all like piled up in a big bunch. No one would really care. It's just the optics are horrendous when it's, 10 and 2 or whatever it was. Yeah. Now this but is the disrespect this, from the fan bases can can chill out on both sides. Everyone should really, shut their mouth if you're not involved. Like you have nothing to do with it. Really bad. I mean, I think um kind of talking through it over the weekend with the Michigan fan group chat I'm in with the mighty listener, Michigan men. Let's that, make sure everybody knows what it is. You can thank Cody with the K for that. <laughs> I think I had it named something like something football. Not not as aggressive as that, but he changed it. Um, and it's been good mojo since, so I'm not I'm not messing with it. But Ben V, long time listener, was just like, you know, I think honestly, it's gotten to the point where I'm more mad at the fans' reactions on both sides than I am at what actually took place. Which is crazy to say when a guy was beating someone over the head with the helmet. I agree with but him. like the public has just been so idiotic. It's disgusting on, on really both sides. Um, I wrote down some bullet points to like. Similar to kind of how you know both coaches did when they got to their press conference. Because I don't want to miss anything, and I want to address like certain things. Because for better or worse, I've been way too in the weeds on this, and I feel like I have a pretty good grasp of like 
was true and what i also realized a lot of people can view videos and jump to wild conclusions that like aren't like two people can watch the same video and see completely different things like i'll say this the one video i saw today which i wish i didn't see of uh trevor woods saying that a michigan coach like shouldered jim harbaugh was just like what are we doing like that's not even part of this whole scandal let's let's let that part go that's that's a nothing burger like people are going to run into each other when a scuffle is going on on the field so i'll start with like the things that make me feel good about the whole situation um it's good to see the proper discipline is taking place from michigan state now i know that's kind of a no-brainer when it's on tape you have to do it it's not like you're like oh no we don't have to do it like you have to suspend them um and, but i guess i like how quickly it's happening and i like that even today they added more after seeing more evidence and kind of leaving the timetable open of like we're suspending them now and then we'll decide when the whole investigation over how long it's going to be it probably at least for the first four guys will probably be the rest of the season i think that's makes sense based on what i've seen from other suspensions that have happened in college athletics some might get kicked off the team entirely some could um i will say this like it's a really dumb mistake and it's really bad behavior, but I'm kind of a belief of you at least deserve one second chance. So I hope these kids, if you get kicked off, even Kari Crump who's swinging a helmet, I hope he learns from this and I hope he can go on and play somewhere else if it's not Michigan State. Uh, it, I've already heard that he was a bad apple to begin with. He's already transferred oh. to Michigan State from okay. somewhere else. Um, well, I hope this was the moment he needed in his life to turn things for the better. Um, if it doesn't, then that's really sad. But... You hope people can figure things out. Um, I also want to say, as a Michigan fan, I trust. You guys know my respect for Mel Tucker. I trust Mel Tucker and Alan Haller. We don't talk about ADs a lot. I trust them to do the right thing. I don't have any doubts as a Michigan fan that like they weren't going to handle it in a professional way. Um, I think they're really sharp guys. and They know what they're doing, and they're as disgusted as anyone from this. Now, they might internally have more thoughts to some of the fans of, like, you know, maybe it'd be good if guys weren't jawing in our tunnel line, but... They're going to handle it professionally. Um, they're going to do it the right way. And I think the one thing that I would like to clarify to you and behind the scenes is like my when I found out, I was recording the postgame video and then I got onto my phone and saw Cody send the video and was like, I was li- like, what is happening? Like, that's crazy. I didn't even, I filmed the postgame video, didn't even know what happened, saw it. And one thing I stand by, one thing I take back. The main thing I take back, which I wish I didn't say in the moment, again, heated too many drinks was like alex pointed out this is not a representation of the whole football team the university and the program a lot of michigan fans are going to think that and i personally don't agree i like because i know if, if it was michigan doing it i wouldn't want everyone saying that like jj mccarthy's a bad kid like scum program that's not like we saw and i wanted to write down xavier henderson class act Got everyone back in the locker room. Um, I believe it was Derek Harmon, 41, who ripped 14 off the pile, got him away from the situation. So there, you have to applaud the people that were doing things right in that situation. So kudos to them. And I know it's not the entire team. And it's not the entire university. And it's not the entire program. Because I believe what I said, I was like, I'm not surprised. Wouldn't expect anything less. That was just pure overreaction i was surprised it was crazy to see and you don't expect that from a rivalry game what i will stand by is i do think the people that were group beating them up 
are cowards. I use a little more aggressive word, but it's just not cool to beat someone up when you're like six to 10 on one. That's just not a cool thing to do. If our friend group did that to a kid on a night out at the bar, I'd feel pretty bad about myself afterwards, I would think. Like, we're just going to kick this guy while he's down on the ground over and over again. That's not very cool. I'm just surprised, like, usually in a situation like that, if, if, if I've ever seen a group dust up, usually the group, when it's just one other dude, is just going to, like, separate the fight. That's what I thought when I was initially watching, that they were going to, like, pull the dude off. Instead, I just watch a bunch of dudes swinging and kicking. It's like, what? There's, like, no no pride in that whatsoever. Like, you're not going to be like, oh, yeah, dude, got a sweet fight. Kick the yeah. shit out of this dude. Really? Oh yeah, it was ten on one though. Like no one's gonna be, no one's gonna think that's cool. And that's not. There's nothing to be happy about with that. No. And similar to what Evan said, after seeing the first video, like after my initial aggression, I really was like, you know, it's really bad, but it's not as bad. And then something about like middle of the day Sunday, the second video drops, and you see the helmet, and that just was like a sick feeling in your stomach. Like ah, that's a bad situation. Like that is like one dude there's like 90 opposition players right next to him and a guy's like beating him with a helmet so that was like oh god this is really serious that's when it really was like all right this is a this is a big big deal um alex i, I had wrote down that yeah the rivalry has gotten to a point where it's almost way too intense like we don't we don't i i was curious for you guys i know as season ticket holders like i imagine you're gonna go but i was like i don't as an opposing michigan fan i would not feel good about going to michigan state next year just because like when you see the like fans are crazy they they idolize players when you see them get the green not green light because they're gonna get in trouble but when you see them beat someone up and you're like oh if someone talks to me i'm gonna beat them up in the woodshed next year it's like that's gonna be a bad bad place i think it's gonna be scary It's gross. It's, not, it's, it's gross not. how the rivalry's gotten. Like everyone's not, like saying it's good. I don't think it's good. I take that back too. I, I it's not. It wasn't. It's not. It, it got worse. I was like, this is bad. This is too far. Like uh, the hate also, has really grown. Michigan point. The fan for Michigan who tried to touch Mel Tucker's head. That video and referred to that guy as a kid had to be blind. <laughs> Really dumb. No place for that. Same with the people that are commenting on Xavier Henderson's Instagram, calling him a thug. Like, just get, just, just log off, delete your phone, go touch grass, be friends, like, learn how to be a normal human being. Um, I am thankful. I got an update. I've, well, read an update. I didn't get an update. I don't have sources. I read an update that I believe that video with Tucker was actually pregame, someone said, and he was identified then and kicked out. And he's banned I from Michigan. He's banned from the big house for life. So I'm glad Mel pointed him out and said, that guy, get him out. Cause he just, I mean, you can't touch what? a coach's. You can't. Who would grab a grown man's head to begin with? And especially Mel Tucker, if we're going to be dead honest. It's <laughs> just so stupid. Like maybe what you are pat, you accomplishing by doing that? Maybe you pat Greg Gard if he's walking beneath you, but like... <laughs> if, the, if it was like a kid and he was like 12 and he didn't know any better, I wouldn't care as much. It's a grown adult grabbing a, another grown adult's head. So weird. This loser behavior. Um, and I guess here's the main point where I believe probably most Michigan State fans disagree and would probably disagree with me. I think I'm a little bit more nuanced in a way where I haven't fully made up my mind. I see both points and it's a long or winded answer to debates about the tunnel and debates about the two players going up at that time. So I was digging into context. I learned something this weekend. I did not know that in Michigan football history, a lot of times both sets of teams both walk up the tunnel at the same time after the game. That was news to me. I really, you never see post-game stuff. 
you never see like a tunnel shot and see both teams. So what happened was people obviously were like, Penn State just happened. James, we should just blame James Franklin for the whole thing because he spoke this into existence. Um, jokes aside, they talked about Penn State. They talked about Ohio State last year. And those were just hold me back dust ups at the half where you have a line of refs and football personnel in between the two teams so they can't touch each other. And I didn't know this, but after that Penn State game, there's a there's a, like a four minute long YouTube video that a guy took for Penn State of everyone walking back to the locker rooms post game, and they're all intermingled with each other, talking. Some people are laughing because they know each other, each other. And you see twenty two and number one from Michigan in the mix. They're just walking back beside people peacefully. And I'm like, wow, that's kind of crazy. They do that. Um, but it's also, I guess, good to see that like they just walk back together and it's friendly. I don't think I would, if I was running in the stadium want that to happen but the numbers speak to it where it really hasn't happened in history like post game so that's where that evidence i'm like okay there's something more than obviously just like than just walking back it speaks to the rivalry intensity that we've gotten to it's where it's not just college football players john after the game like it's like this has gotten heightened throughout years where it's just really toxic yeah for that game specifically maybe just going separately I think yeah. it's pretty simple. And a great point that Evan nailed in the moment, credit to him, was like, we heard all in the broadcast about extra security. What were they doing? <laughs> there was none. You watched, the vid- you watched the videos. There's no, there's Chris Solari's there to try to break it up if you wanted to. Like, and that's not his job. So it's like, what are we doing? And not to just put people on blast. He's already been put on blast, and blast enough. Tough look. For a director of football ops for Michigan State running away in that second video. <laughs> like, it's just a funny optic of him just running back. I mean, I do understand, like, what's he going to be able to do to stop it? But I feel He's like as, a, as an adult in a program, like, maybe just try to, like, stop. I don't know. But it's just a bad look for him because he just looks so funny running away from it. But it goes to the security point of, like, why isn't there... Even if you're not making a wall to separate the teams, why is there not like state cops lining the walls or like a rope down the, the line? Like even a thin rope at least creates the illusion, walk on your side. Which it could have been a thousand things done better in that tunnel. Yeah. A and thousand. I think I think what I've like what I've heard that's irked me, because again, looking back more into it is like people have been like oh, Michigan State's to blame more for escalating, but, like, the Michigan players are to blame for even being there. And while I I disagree with, I think, based on how the big house has been run, they're comfortable with that. They were walking up. Now, they shouldn't be jawing, but, like, it's college football. But if you, you're in that, you're going to be jawing. So that's going to happen. Would I personally go up by myself? No, I would not. I don't like confrontation. I tried to seek out to avoid confrontation. So Grant would not have gone up when 22 and 1 did. I would chill back. But what I've learned is that through people in the program, through um, beat writers who've talked to parents, like 22, Jamon Green, and 33, German Green, twin brothers, they always go up super early because their dad is a truck driver from Texas. And he comes in and they only get so much time to see him after the game. So, and Jaden McBurrows, number one, usually goes with Jamon because he likes to shower like early and get dressed. So there was people saying like, th- they do this every week. It wasn't like an isolated instance of them really wanting to like chase these guys off the field. So that's why I'm like, yeah, go up the tunnel 
but maybe be smarter not to just yap if they were yapping in this instance. The hard part is we have no evidence, but I you think did we can see all... the video. I don't know which number it was. One of them, you saw him like skipping up like from yeah. midfield. You, it, it sure looked like he wasn't just going in the tunnel to, you know, talk and have fun with I the think... other guys and enjoy himself. I think what he was doing was obviously he's in a great mood. He probably was saying like, see you guys or, you know, take that L back to East Lansing, like just dumb stuff. But I think he was like the reason he sped up. I think he's trying to catch 22. Like 22 is even earlier than number one. Jamon was in the, like next to Peyton Thorne, next to Keon, the irony of that, the guy who was mossing him were walking side by side just cordially, which is, I guess, cool that like guys can just walk next to each other but he's way up there and i think Jaden, that's his walk-up buddy from what i've learned from michigan football was trying to get up to him um but yeah i mean the way he's doing it high five and like and then you cut like if a guy cuts you off you're like what are you doing dude so like i understand why that gets bad again i would not go up at that time i don't like confrontation i think based on the layout of what they've learned the last couple weeks they had every right to be there i will say this i think Changes have to be made be made at this point. I think we need a clear For that line game. of line of officials, line of yeah, like Hawaii, UConn, fine, whatever. Line of officials, line of police, one team fully go up, the next fully go up. And I know that might seem dumb and they might have to set like a five minute timer to get off the field if people are lingering, but like if like this also happened in in this game, the team that wins always celebrates on the field with the fans, runs the trophy around ever since whenever D'Antonio decided it wasn't a locker room trophy anymore. Yeah. So most of the time, I, that's probably why nothing's ever happened because the team is celebrating yeah. on the field. Yeah. And it just happened to be two guys didn't this time. Again, I would, I would do that, but I'm not going to sit here and be like, they put themselves in a scary situation. I'm not saying that they should have just gone and celebrate. Like if that's their thing where they go see their dad and they talk to him, fine. If you want to shower, fine. I think it's weird. I'd go party with Paul. But like if you want to do that, do it. But maybe have a little bit more self-awareness of like the numbers and like I would never run my mouth if I was walking. If I would just walk I'd up carry and carry myself a little differently if I was I'd home. just keep my head. And again, that's the hard part. We're missing that part of the video. My my opinion would change if I saw a video and Jamon and Jamie Burroughs were just yapping. If they were just yapping, saying mean things, still, you can't get, team up can't, on a guy. Can't do that. You, you can get chest to chest. You can yell, and then, then that the non-existent security will just stand there. So there, there was no security in the tunnel. Crazy. It's crazy. Um, It's kind of sad. Like, the adults put 18 to 20-year-olds in a bad spot. They kind of did. Like, the infrastructure. I mean, their emotions are... For some of them, it's the highest they've ever been in their life. Like all freshmen in this game, they've never experienced anything like this. The adrenaline is probably through the roof. They're kids who make terrible decisions, and then we have security guards that are just chilling. Just like, yep, I wonder what they're going to do to each other. This would be interesting. Yeah. Like, it's just ridiculous. Um, I had written down, I made my notes last night, so I wrote about Winman's role when the third video came out, but they took care of that today. So I'm glad to see that because um, I wasn't sure what would happen. But like I said, that kind of ties back to like they're, they're doing the proper things. Um, I don't want to like just be too mean to people, but they're the biggest radio people in our town. I thought Valenti and Rico absolutely embarrassed themselves on Monday. I wasn't going to listen until I saw a lot of tweets come out about what they were saying. And like just to fully dive into Michigan football basically being the Karens of college football and like 
just instigating this whole thing like i think that was just a step too far and you can talk about like how we did like maybe don't go run your mouth but to say it publicly is probably not a great look no maybe they could have said it to each other and and evan you mentioned it in yours it's like yeah like you could go down a long list of both schools history of like things they've done like jabril with the ohio state fan you could tie in basketball and like michigan state basketball but like you kind of just have to focus focus on this one incident and it's like they just spent their whole three hours like building a narrative about how this was jim harbaugh's master plan it's like dude it's not that deep like sure does he like things to be chippy yeah but no one's like go up the tunnel to go piss those guys off and like that is a hot rumor jim harbaugh had no idea what was going on in that moment there was there was there was a hundred people in a tiny radius because both player both teams were jawing after the final snap no one knows like no Jim one's did like, look at the end of the game just completely lost like when he sh- shook Mel's hand he wasn't even like looking at Mel because he well he dragged Yabi Oki and told him to get back because Yabi Oki was running his mouth after the game I thought he was, he was trying like, to like talk to a dude he knew and like shake hands so that was just a complete I only saw it once so oh I, th- I think he was getting, telling his players to get back, and I think Mel was, like, in a heightened state, too, because there was – the jawing was not stopping until they had to build a wall between the two players. Um, yeah, rivalry's so gotten to a new, uh, a new step. I guess the good thing was, like we said, with the Twitter cleanse, and uh, I learned a lot about people online that have blue check marks and whatnot and fans, accounts that have made the lists on our Twitter that I really don't respect their opinion at all. I probably will keep them on there just because they give good information Didn't sometimes. To be completely but, honest, on Saturday night, I unfollowed like 17 accounts on our on our Twitter. Both sides. I respect it. I respect I was just it. like, I'm not looking at this guy talk. I'm not looking at this person talk. They don't know what they're saying. Also, anyone saying that Mel Tucker deserves to be fired is an idiot. That's just, you can't correlate things to that level. That's just not how sports work. That's not how a team works. Like, what are we doing? It was all Mel's fault that that happened in the tunnel, Grant. As, I mean, that take is the, the, the same way when it was like people were still like continually doubling down like, yeah, those kids, they deserve to get beat up. It's like, okay, like at some point it's like, well, maybe not over the head with the helmet. Yeah, maybe you could have shoved them, like get out of my face. Maybe not 10 on one helmet throwing. Or scream back in his face like, get out of here, go back to your locker room. But like, yeah, it just, it just got just, too far. It's too far. just shut your mouth and just walk on. The, our, our, my one guy, I don't know if you guys saw it. Well, Alex, you delete Twitter, but the Detroiter guy, the one guy that used to make TikToks as a Michigan State fan, we'd always laugh at with the messy blonde hair. Funny he guy. Was like, he was really mad. He was like disappointed in Michigan State. He's like, I don't care if 22 and 1 were run up the tunnel, beat bopping on you on the back of the head. Just shut up <laughs> and walk to the locker room. You just got donkeyed in the big house. Get out of the, go to your locker room. And I was like, no, I don't agree with that. If they're beat bopping you, sure, maybe you shove them back. But like, it, he was illustrating a point of like, doesn't matter what is being said. Just get back. Just get back. The adrenaline um, is high, though. I blame security guards. We need more yeah, Alberts. They, also, I mean, has anyone fumbled the bag more than Chris Solari not hitting record on his phone? Like he said, he said he, he was trying to and then got bumped and it didn't record. The biggest moment in his journalistic career, Matt Charbonneau's video, I was thinking if that was us, if we could monetize it, that thing has like 12 million views. You know how much money you can make off of that video? <laughs> and Solari was right there, had a front row seat, didn't The picture record. of him trying to record it, what's happening? It's so funny. Oh my God.
And I get it. He's doing his job. I don't like blame him for trying to like take the picture because he's getting dragged for that instead of like trying to break up a fight. But it's just even more funny because he didn't get any footage. He just screwed it all up. <laughs> um, did you guys have any other lasting thoughts you want to give to the people before we move to actual sports? Yeah. Yeah, I do. Michigan State is dominating Grand Valley now. Evan, <laughs> <laughs> anything? No. I don't want to get – I don't want to say the wrong thing. No, yeah. This is a time to be politically correct. Yep. But respectfully, Michigan. (laughs) (laughs) Respectfully. We can talk after your real thoughts because you won't make me mad at this point. I've seen every single take. I I couldn't get mad at a take now if I try with all the things I've read. None of of my takes are. I don't really get mad anymore. I just kind of laugh at it. But it's just like, I don't know, like. Some of the stuff that I see on Twitter is like, you are a grown human being and you're tweeting this out for like everybody to see. This is why you delete your Twitter, Evan. You're showing your ass, as they say. <laughs> because it's just, it's a joke what I see online. <laughs> I'm so, I'm, I don't follow that much. So I'm kind of tuned out of it. I don't go on ours enough to like really don't see Don't ever it. go on it. That is why I don't use Twitter anymore. <laughs> so. It's bad. And I don't How get on Scale of one to ten, how mad were you guys at me on Saturday night? I was furious. It's like this <laughs> guy was, is just stirring the pot. I was severely disappointed. I was like stirring the pot. I thought Grant was a reasonable Michigan fan for a I long time. I was furious. You, you <laughs> went full Walmart in that moment, and I was like, "Yeah, I don't think I'm going to talk to Grant for a while." I was still kind of mad today until right now when you just apologized. That's oh why I've barely God. been responding to your texts. I, I actually get, did think about that, Grant, just even like. Hinting There's at, like, six texts in a row in the 517 crew from you that no one answered. I was like, everyone must be just mad. I mean, yeah, what I, you I said mean, was, on was over the top. I don't. I think only one thing, which was yes, what I that's said, the was, only thing that bothered me. Was saying not surprised, but I stand by them being cowards. Like yeah, that's that's a cowardly move. Yeah, I'm over that. I'm. I was mad about the blaming everybody. It's it's a culture thing, you know. That what you were implying was disgusting. And I was I was worked up on the other side of like, what are the guys doing back there? Like beat their ass. I was like, all right, let's relax, guys. <laughs> and then I was like, you know what? Cooler heads will prevail. We'll there's some good banter. There's some good banter back and forth on Saturday. It was the first time where I was like, I just got to bite my tongue here and just let watch this. But the somebody fun- else handle it. It became more when I saw that second video. It just became more like sickening. And I was like, oh god, yeah. like this has got this has got bad. Um, I don't even think I've seen the third video. Third video is kind of like, it is kind of crazy because you can see when it starts and then you can see when McBurrows gets dragged into the other room, which also, I guess I never clarified I that. I've seen the third video. Either. That room they dragged him into was not the locker room. That was like a side room up the tunnel. Well, so I he figured didn't because it. no one went in there after no. they took him out. No. Um, also, I guess if I'm critiquing, Coach Harbaugh, he said, unless they haven't released it yet, he said in his press conference on Monday that the ABC ESPN video was crystal clear. You could see everything. You couldn't see. You couldn't see that much. It was clearer than the second video, but it was like the same angle. Just you can tell they get pinned up against the wall and then physicalness happens and then you can't really tell who's starting it, what's happening. It's just it's a blur. So I just really don't like Ward Manual. I'm just going to get that out there. Just how he talks, how he handles himself. I'm not, not a fan of that guy. And he's got a terrible track record, so 
I don't feel bad saying that. Hey, no, I'm not going to try to defend him. All right. Question one from the listeners. I feel like that's where you should go. Yeah, good call. To, to lead into a, lead into oh. the talk of the game. Lead into After, Jay Johnson should be fired instantly. Oh. I'm fully yeah, on board that I think train somebody now, joined that train as well, and it's me. It's been since last year. And it's every I, fan. I would try to – well, his first scripted drive was had was promising until one of the bigger plays of the game I wrote down, uh, Jared Horst, 15 yards. Jared Horst, personal foul within the first five plays of the game again in every game this season. How can you be mad at somebody that fast? Three plays in, you're already <laughs> Dude, like, can you stop it? <laughs> that I fast? Wish, we didn't see a replay, did we? I want no, to see what no. there were zero replays of it. That's the worst when you don't see it. Like, I'm you sure know. he did something disrespectful. I'm sure he did. He <laughs> has a terrible track record. Um, but the question is from Sam, who you guys have met in person. After the events of this weekend on and off the field, where does Michigan State go as a program? This has traditionally been a defensive program with strong special teams. Not having these attributes have been detrimental in the lack of success this year. Do you think Michigan State can find enough success to make a bowl game this year? You want to go first, Sam? Yeah, sure. Um, well, if we're just talking about this past game, I thought the defense played – Above and That's beyond of their expectations. Start this answer. It's like the um, defense wasn't really the problem. The defense was not break. the problem. No. Um, special teams clearly was a problem. Um, God, the so viewing true. experience that we. <laughs> that long snapper, bro, his face. Oh, God. Punchable face. Um, yeah. I'm telling you right now, there's somebody on the team that's a skill position player that is better than that dude. And I would it, argue I've practiced enough at tailgates that I could have had a, a couple better snaps than that. <laughs> And we, that's what was discussed at our party. It was like, there's too many athletes on this team to not, like, to be struggling with long snapping. To let that guy with his face. List, that listener guy, Dave had a great point. He's like, listener every player Dave. on Michigan State was probably the best player on their high school team. You're telling me not one of these guys can long snap better than this dude? Like, it's embarrassing. So, special teams, um, a delay a game. Right when your punter just absolutely nukes the first punt of the game after we get 15 yards, it yeah. snapped. Delay a game. Our punter nukes one. Oh, you you were really locked in. I didn't even realize that. Nukes one to the opposite, like, 10-yard line. Like, it might be a touchback. If not, it's, like, somewhere down there. Um, then he shanks another one. Then he punts it, like, 30 yards. Um, Wilkins. Did we tell the reason for why Berenger struggled with punting? I think we should give Wilkins his slight a day here. No, I didn't hear this reason why. What happened? Um, the longest snapper snaps with much less velocity than Hank Pepper. True. And therefore, Bryce didn't have enough time to do his normal punt routine, and so he was rushing, hence the bad punts. So Bryce is that. still the best punter in the country. Long Everything's all down to problem. timing. Everything is all down to timing. Is this in the Michigan State-only chat? No, Wilkins said this out loud. I, I just wasn't listening. Oh, was he said it was like at the oh, end of the that. game. Um, inside knowledge. He did. It might have been special teams. We did get a uh, an offsides encroachment at the end of the first half. We got Bad Michigan to, for Cornelius. Yep, got Michigan to jump. <laughs> um, Cornelius might have been might as well been wearing a Spartan helmet on Saturday night. But other than that, special teams needs a whole revamped between what we've witnessed. Of Rich uh, Basakia. units. And, um, I mean, our kicking, though, hasn't been good since year one of Matt Coughlin. Penn yeah, State, State year. 
Is that it? And he couldn't even but, kick it that far. He could only no. kick like 40 yarders. Who was our kicker before him? Geiger. Was he good? Not I mean, really. He's got he a shaky. moment, though. He's got a he moment. No, he didn't have a leg. He's got a moment. He, he had these those giant bender kicks, but they would they'd fall. So I thought you were gonna say giant balls for drilling that um, kick in the horseshoe. <laughs> that was huge nuts. Yes. I think the pro you can bounce back from this as a program. I mean, Michigan State bounced back from 2016 from a way worse situation than just a little skirmish in a tunnel. Players yeah. are gonna get suspended probably one or two games until the Big Ten hands down the punishment. But you know how the Big Ten works. It might take a lot longer just because they don't really care what goes on. Um, it, I, I'm 100% honest with you. I think it helps having the Big Ten commissioner's son on Michigan State's team. <laughs> I really do. And that is, that it just, feels like it plays a role. Um, you have to clean up defense. I mean, they, they play well on Saturday. Special teams needs to just a read. Fire Ross Ells. See ya. Don't want you. Um, it's gonna be a big off season for Mel and how he reshapes yes. his staff. Big. Can you find enough success? I mean, I thought Illinois could be like a toss up, you know, upset victory because you do have probably more talent than them. Um, with they're good scheme wise, but with the suspensions just keep on coming down. I'm I'm guessing you'll probably have one or two t- tomorrow as well. Um, so, so it's gonna be a freshman show on Saturday. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's gonna have to be. It's gonna be the backups on defense. Ooh, it's gonna be rough. The offense I mean, secondary, is intact, I think. Secondary won't be hurt as bad. The linebacking um, core, we're gonna see some BV. Well, BVS didn't even play on Saturday, so yeah, he probably will have to play. Maote Ote season. He Maybe will it's play. And, uh, Creme Brulee will play. Um, so it just the depth hurts you, and it's like the battle of. of Healthy guys, so um, no, I don't think they'll make a bowl game anymore. Um, however, if you're in good standing academically, five and seven can get you in a bowl game. Is that real? Yes. Yep. Too many right, bowls. Well, time for Bryce Barringer to really hit the books. <laughs> Maybe uh, oh, well, he's all but he's all academic already, dude. Relax. I think uh, the fan base is overreacting to this. This season sucks, and everything about it sucked, and we suck. We're bad. We're a bad team this year. But we're definitely overreacting to the people that think the, we need to. I mean, there's been a lot of Mel Tucker, let's move on talk this whole week well, since Saturday. I think all you guys need is just like a shot of stability where it's like we lost to Rutgers in a COVID year. We It's it's weird because we are riding 11 games. Coaster. And now we're back to bad and yeah, that's kind of how the so it's like, transfer portal works. If if your roster is built from that, you're relying on that, you're gonna hit on some usually not Heisman trophy level mm-hmm. all all pro running backs in the NFL. You're usually not gonna hit like that. You did, you won eleven games because of it, and then this year you you've frankly missed on most of the transfers. So this team will get to what it wants to be when it's freshmen that are getting developed and they've been in the program not guys that have been here for uh, eight games or whatever we've played to this point so just give it time just everybody relax no we're not making a bowl game though not to linger on but it came in my head and i wanted to ask it back to the tunnel thing really quick 
if you guys put yourself in my shoes, it, let's say. Oh, great. If I if if, we, if roles I'll, were reversed, let me give you a situation. Stadium, I would be one of the most toxic people you've ever met. <laughs> of, and that's of just, saying, that's like, just brutally honest. If saying so you could understand why I was a little on a heightened emotional state. If you put me exactly of how many beers I had Saturday going into when I first saw this video. And it was Dylan Tatum getting just dummied at, in the locker room. Is that who he is? Tunnel. Is that who that kid is? That kid, like the freshman backup? Freshman defensive back. Number one was a freshman but defensive like back. like who we have high hopes for. Sorry, I just got to make sure this is a level comparison here. Yeah, Jay McBurrows was a pretty like, who solid Who has played recruit. snaps this year. Started. Dropped an interception versus Wisconsin. Four-star, top five player in the state. Big time no, offers. I think he plays. I'm not gonna. Okay, okay so not a, quite the same. But a freshman, a freshman defensive back, Jaden Mangum, Dylan Tatum. One of them just gets absolutely. They're both right number one. These guys are too good. What is Caleb that? Goalie. Do? We'll go with that guy. Well, okay, Jamon Green's a starting cornerback, so it's like you, you, this video comes out. They're getting <laughs> dumbing in the locker room. Like you're gonna be saying some mean things. I would imagine. Oh, not yeah. to you, but yes. Yeah. I would well, have tried to restrain, and I wouldn't have gone to the five one seven crew. I would have been with Evan and with Cody, and I would have said terrible things in okay, the moment okay. with them. But I would not have texted my other friends who are on the other side of it and said it's come well to you. Um, you're not a Michigan grad or anything, so it wouldn't be a, it wouldn't hit as as hard probably. <laughs> oh, um, yeah, I, I think I still would be upset. I think Stephen Isso just got two points. So shout out Stephen. Nice. There was plenty of jokes, jokes during the Jawan stuff that I had. I was there yeah, with his suit. because that was funny, and nothing really bad happened. <laughs> but in the moment, we thought it was. It was like, this it is was bad. hilarious. I was <laughs> laughing. It was funny, because Greg Gard, I mean, God. You're like, what are you going to do to Greg Gard? I'm just illustrating that more as an example to our listeners and people, if they listen, like, try to put yourself in the other side's shoes and not forgive what they're saying. If they're saying egregiously, like, racist, mean stuff, done. Don't say that. But if it's like a little bit over the top than it normally would be, maybe forgive him a little bit because it's a very heightened situation for all. Anyways, back to this football game. Overall, I would say very boring. I don't know how you guys felt. This game wasn't that like exciting by any means. First quarter it's like, was It's exciting. intense. It's intense, but it wasn't super exciting. Yeah, first half made it intense just because of how close the game was. Um, second half, just an absolute, just utter. Mm. Three and out. Michigan go 15 plays and then pissed on their legs in the red zone. And then <laughs> Michigan State gets a chance because they really didn't go down that much. And then, oh, no, three and out. Oh, Michigan 15-play drive. If they score a touchdown, it's over. Nope, field goal to make it interesting. Continue over and over and over again. Just absolutely boring piss fest. Alex, you were probably like, just bury me at one point. So I, I don't did. Have to I think I texted. I was like, can you just score a touchdown so I don't have to worry about this game anymore? It's I had just, to imagine it felt like how I felt in, I think it was 2013, like the Devin Gardner game where they couldn't get any yards on offense. That's probably how the second half had to feel for you guys, where it's like you're, you're, you're lingering, but you simply can't move the ball yeah. at all. And you're we just like, this, anytime we this. got a chance, we just. <laughs> <laughs> that was a really good sound. <laughs> um, and what kept it lingering again in the first half, talk about kind of bigger plays in the game is Cornelius Johnson just coughing up the rock as they were humming between the 20s. And then Mike Barrett, I was mad in the chat about that, draws a give rap pick. Probably would have been a pick six. Maybe he gets chased down. But like no, other that, that territory. Boop, dink in the air. 
catch it, run, drops it. And he like used to play safety when he was a freshman. So I just can't, I couldn't come to grips with him dropping that football. Um, left points on the board there. Uh, X's and O's wise, I guess it won't really matter at least for the next game. But a big thing in this game that was I didn't consider was when we talked about the switch from Winman to linebacker really struggled in pass coverage, which yeah. makes sense because he's, like he's slow <laughs> because he was playing edge. Maybe he was better at UNLV. But it's a lot easier it to like, guard white guys playing tight end at Wisconsin than actual like speedy players on Michigan. And that was, I mean, that was the mismatch. Michigan, I think, should have exploited more until they stopped it, but they exploited it a decent amount. But that was the X factor of like when when in doubt on a third down situation or you need to move it for a chunk play, you gotta exploit that. Um, which they did okay, but I'd like to see better. And then we can use this moment, Keon Coleman, dog. I mean, just a real dog. Alex, you gotta feel so good about just you it's pumping just, up Keon. It's a joke that no one ever listens to me. Um <laughs> Well, I, <laughs> because I, I tried to Rocket say Watts, this. Rocket Watts better time. than Io. Rocket Watts Rocket. didn't work out, but most of the time I've been right. AJ Hogarth is going to prove me right again this season. No, no and way. There's going to be another guy, and you guys are going to be like, shit, why don't I just listen to Alex? Yes, Keon is him. Keon's him. He still does push off a little bit, but he makes it work. He's him. I knew you'd say that too. He did. Didn't matter. Didn't matter. He did a little bit. No, it's not enough to be called. Can't, but nobody I'm saying, can cover him. No, it's really hard. It's really hard. It's but, crazy that we just don't feed him the ball more. I don't know what happens. but Well, I, I wanted to address that. A big question I saw on Michigan State Twitter. I don't know if you guys see it the way I do. I'll say what I saw, and then, you, Evan, you can say if you agree or not. I think, credit to Jesse Aminter, he made the adjustments he needed. They tried that deep ball in the second half, and they had two guys double-teaming him as the ball was coming in. Yeah. Maybe try to get him on hitch routes and slants more or something, but as far as the deep 50-50 balls... They, made mean, an adjust- they simply them, made an adjustment. It told the people last week, all you have to do to make Michigan State yeah. suck on offense is have two safeties over the top. Cover two. Cover it's two, have easiest, a strong front seven. Easiest thing in the world to play defense against. And our offensive coordinator can't figure it out. And then our offensive coordinator thinks, let's tighten everything up and run the ball and make it even harder to run the ball. We probably had, what, eight plays in the second half? I mean, it just... It, we had 37 rushing yards on the first three drives, I think, and we had negative one the rest of the game. And Greg, go on your point. You're talking about like the third down conversions of like the running backs. I think what hurt us even more was JJ's ability to escape the pocket and scramble. Um, yeah. A lot of linebacker speed. Cal, was Cal Halliday was yeah. He you got had him for Cal. sometimes There's in the pocket. You <laughs> yeah, had like too. a certain angle. He's just slower. Um, I think he finished with like 50 rushing yards. It was I don't a think big we recorded a sack on him. Yeah, so we seven for there 50. a couple times, and we just couldn't yeah. get him down. I mean, he had the longest run for you guys, so that speaks of how wow. much it mattered. I mean, seven for 50, so there's seven yards per pop, and most of those were probably, I would say, on third down. Um, and it wasn't really down. like the, the, the zone reads – where it's like a designed run, like for him to keep. I don't think those didn't hurt as much as those no. didn't work. The pass concept. If anything, those were bad. Yeah, those stunk. <laughs> and but so I think that's what hurt us the most. Draw or scramble. Yeah, we couldn't. That's where you need Darius Snow on Michigan State. You need the speed, and just simply don't have it. But injuries great, happen to everybody, so point. it's not a, it's not a excuse. Um, Cornelius, 
Sucked. Um, <laughs> yeah, I just was checking off my list of the phone. <laughs> but good to reiterate. Um, the key on drive number two, where he just made two, again, absurd catches. And then I think might have been maybe the biggest play. Not the biggest play in the game, but like momentum was the fourth one. I don't even want one. to talk about this play call. Counter, Black, I just down counter bullshit. I'm even more sick to it because of it was what so was said bad. today during the press conferences. What was said? I don't want to know. Tell me. I need to know. Twitter. Twitter. Have Twitter. <laughs> uh, this is bad for me. I it need is. To know. You're gonna be sick, and you can then watch... you're gonna yell at me about it. Um, Alex, you can watch a uh, press conferences on YouTube if you want the raw source. It's probably better. Very that way. busy at work, as I mentioned in the uh, the downtime. <laughs> All right. So, what do you say at this press conference? Um, somebody asked him about that. Jay said um, I'm a horseshit football coach. <laughs> no, somebody asked Peyton Thorne about it, the counterplay. Mm. Um, and he said he did have an option for a QB sneak there and that it was his bad. I, so everything I've been saying, Peyton keeps checking the things that don't work. No, it, he, the, the, check, the, the, the check was to sneak, not to the, the – Counter was called. So Peyton didn't check to the most obvious thing in the world. No, the most, or, most obvious thing in the world was to run power right with no motion or run just a quick under out center to key on. Or throw the ball. Anything but a counter, I probably can live with. Honestly. You look at how Michigan was lined up and they're out of position of any run play or any pass, any play to the right. So to the top side of the screen. Michigan's outflanked there, outnumbered, outmanned. And the one thing that you do is you run a counter back into where all their guys are. To four guys. Unblocked. Four, four dudes. You rewatch that play. They didn't run Keon the counter Coleman. right. No, it, it was awful, awful, awful play. You come back. You go back and watch that play. Keon Coleman's supposed to get across the field. To pick up one of those guys? He doesn't <laughs> even get past the nearest guard no or tackle. shit. Because how many people are in his way. He had to go 20 yards through Dude, people. He, like, he turns and tries to run. So many people there. He turns around and starts looking at, at the bench. Like, what am I supposed to do? As, <laughs> like, while a running back's like five yards behind the should finish. call our place. Why aren't you Why aren't you throwing a fade to me on the goal line on fourth and one? Is what he should have been I saying. I honestly you think that's a 75% chance of him catching that ball. You're under center. It ain't 50-50. <laughs> All the right tackle and the right guard have to do in that situation is to, as soon as they line up. As soon as they line up, all the right tackle right guard have to do is chop block, get the defense alignment's hands down. All you're doing is running a two-step quick out to Keon. I am fully Boom. convinced Peyton Thorne has Just either. Just that play. Peyton Thorne either also, has baby hands. I'm going to make myself. I'm going to do it to myself right now. Alex, that's also. Bad knees. Something. Alex. He can't take a snap under center. Why? No, but. Okay, that's fine. You don't have it's to. the offense. Honestly. He doesn't do it enough in the offense. It's all pistol. It's all shotgun. Guys, I'm gonna. This might be kind of crazy. Have we taken a snap under center this year? Yeah, this well, would be a little crazy. We did I've, on that play. I've come around on the whole have to be under center on fourth and short because I've watched Michigan do it all year where they don't, and it's worked fine. So I your don't offensive think, line's better than ours, Grant. We don't get push. We need our running back running That's as fast fact. as he can forward. I forget that sometimes. If you line up in shotgun, he's just standing up straight, takes the ball, he's no momentum. <laughs> So if that what Evan's saying is true, Peyton could just be covering for his coach because he's a very mature kid. But he if what be. he's saying is true, it's still bad that those were his two options. Like, yes, have a sneak in there, but why is your first? Like, I can't explain to you. I am going to explain 
the way we view it, where we've played NCAA 14 and Madden all of our lives, you never call a slow <laughs> counterplay on a video game. You call power O to one side. And in this case, or you QB power sneak always works for one yard in that game. Or power O to the right. Fullback QB dive. Sneak. Now also that works. I've been stuffed sometimes on fullback dive. And sometimes QB sneak comes up short, Alex. We know that power O almost be the always right works. It's got to be the right yard. <laughs> um. You, but nobody, your last, you even do a pitch play before you do a counter slow developing play. It was stunning. When I, because we were having a little jinx off in the chat, ball game. And I said, You that, started it, yes. And then Alex, Alex spoke it into existence. But I wasn't kidding. No, it, I thought you're being a jerk. Nope. Alex knew this team that they were going to blow it on a fourth and a foot. Yeah, it was the most obvious. It's happened 20 times this season. It's crazy. It's a joke. Fire Jay Johnson. It is a joke. The play call. Fire his ass. And if Mel, if you're calling those plays, fire your ass. I am looking at that fourth and one play right now. Stop watching it. it. I'm looking at it right now. Well, they showed the one replay I watched live, and I wanted to crawl into my own grave whenever that is. Do you want to know how Michigan is lined up? No. Ready for a counter? (laughs) Can you <laughs> on your phone? Michigan knew the play before. <laughs> That'd be cool if they did. I don't. I'll give them some credit. Okay, I'm just gonna tell you how many guys are on each side of like the center for Michigan's defense, and then I'm gonna ask you what way did we run? Okay, so on one side of the defense, <laughs> one, two, radio. three, four, five, six, seven on one side. Okay, okay so on the other so side there's only four. Four. Let's Which run to the did seven. We run? run to the four. Seven. We ran to the seven. Now one guy did go over to make it six to five. But he well, didn't Evan, get there. Evan, here's the thing that you're not getting the brilliance of Jay Johnson. He faked it like he was going towards the four to make him think they were going that way. <laughs> and then he went to the seven. You have one, you have a one tech lined up on the on the shoulder of the center, and then you have a three tech lined up on the shoulder of the guard. And then you have two guys lined up three yards from the ball. That's the defense on the right side. It is sickening how bad this is. Move on, Evan. Move right. on. I physically <laughs> can't because it is I get idiotic. It. It's, it's throw up bad. It it's is terrible. idiotic. Yes, we said it in the moment. We were furious. We were telling right, each other. Do you want a oh idiotic Michigan side? So we'll just really get all our grievances out right, right now. You, you didn't have to throw the ball. That was offense? idiotic for you guys. I wrote down... I charted our red zone trips, and most of these are gold oh, yeah. because, crazy enough, a lot of their red zone Best trips. Best like, defense. They you know that I. You know what? We should probably just end it there. Lower, like, what are they supposed to do? It's the best goal line <laughs> defense in the entire country. I mean, this is a statistical fact, <laughs> but and they proved it again. But so a lot of the plays would happen around the thirty. They'd get down inside the ten. So your first in goal. It's really when their goal to go is like disgusting. So I charted it. Red zone trip number one. Run. Run, pass. In the pass, four of the five routes were short of the goal line. So you had one option to score a touchdown on the play. Red zone trip number one. Red zone trip number two. Run, run, pop pass, pop pass that scored, the little touch pass. Um, Which I actually didn't mind that call because, like, NFL teams run that. It's popular. I like that they use Blake Corum and not, like, no offense to A.J. Henning. A.J. Henning, I like getting it to your best player. They so also I think, saw Ma Oteote was playing his first snap of the game on that play. Um, and he was on that side. So that is unfortunate. 
and our so, defensive ends were slow. That Genius was good. Call. Good, but still, first two giving away downs with runs. Red zone trip number three, run, run, pass. There's a trend here. Red zone trip number four, run, run, run. And the run was on like third and eight. They were just giving up at that point. We're kicking the field goal. So I just simply don't know how they haven't figured out throwing plays to get the ball in the end zone. And when you think about the balls they've thrown in the end zone in the red zone, only one really stands in mind. And it was JJ's absurd scramble play against Iowa. It wasn't even a good designed play. They have zero easy plays to score a touchdown passing the ball when they get inside the 15. And that's just a fact of the season right now. But the question is... have to get it fixed. While they do, Alex, my brain... Oh, they're just saving the playbook for Ohio no, State. No, I, <laughs> I thought back to last year, and I was like, well, they just had six rushing touchdowns. So, like, why not just do that game plan again against Ohio State? Because credit to you guys, I think when it's time to bow up and be a man, Michigan State's better at that than Ohio State. Ohio State can get pushed around inside the, the, the uh, 10-yard line. And until they prove that they can't after last year, I'm like, well, why can't we just have six rushing touchdowns again? Well, but they but they do need to figure it out. But like maybe they just run for a bunch of rushing touchdowns again. But it's gross. They gotta figure it out. I don't know who's calling it because we we have co-offense coordinators. Figure it out. Michigan State deserves a lot of credit for being the best red zone defense in the country. <laughs> it, yeah, it held. Um this is my chance to talk about the good players in the game. Um I left that game more impressed with Blake Corm than I was. The kid was just <laughs> Felt at some points impossible to tackle. There was two I wrote down that I, as some just jaw was on the floor where it was a third and five maybe, and he runs into Simeon Barrow, and Winman comes and hits him, bounces off both those guys and gets pushed forward from number five on Michigan Fletcher. State across across the line. And I'm Evan's like, mom was furious in that moment. I, I could not pissed. when they showed the, the replay on one on Saturday. <laughs> I love that. But, like, that's what Corum does to you as a fan. You're watching it, and you're like, how is Barrow and Winman getting this little sh- boy getting six yards after contact? And yeah, it bu- sucked to watch. bouncing. And then the other one, which was crazy, and I don't even want to say because it, it was crime against my guy Kendall Brooks, but Corum spins Halliday out of his shoes, and that's not saying a lot. No offense to Cal Halliday. Just spins slow. him. He's but a slow as farmer. He's, Finishing his spin gets popped by Kendall Brooks coming down hill, engages him and just stiff arms him into the turf. And I was like, Blake Corman is simply built different right now and running possessed. And credit to him for exercising the demons he had in this game last year because I imagine fumbling the way he did probably sucked for 364 days. And dropping a touchdown pass. And dropping a touchdown pass. Credit to him for um, stepping up. He's elite. And then also... Jake Moody. I mean, holy cow. That kid's just... A only guy I respect on that team. God damn, he's good. Only guy... I can't... I can't no. I'm just kidding. But I kept but, saying, uh, can't wait for him to be a Detroit Lion. We should yeah. draft him in the first round. Even And then, like, all of his kicks are around 30 yards for most of the game, and then he gets that 54-yarder, like, career-long. Just everything like, is down the middle. Oh not even goodness. close to... We can't even, like, get any hope that he might miss it. <laughs> The 54. Without him, you, you guys wouldn't be as nearly as good of a team. No, no, because I also think that contributes to the play calling in the red zone is they get really conservative because they know they get three points once they cross the 30. If you had our special teams unit, you probably have like 13 points. You don't have 29 because you miss a bunch and we just get the ball back. We're I mean, in a completely he, different game. It's crazy. And like that 54-yard kick was like 
just the absolute butter pitching wedge like 100 100 yards out it was just beautiful flight like dead center drops it right in i was like that that kid's just on another level of kicking um stock down michigan's receiving core stock down donovan edwards stock Bummer. up luke schoolmaker well, yeah no no our offense corner is incompetent doesn't count I okay, I agree with that. They Every single use... time he caught the ball, I was just getting pissed. Oh, I was like, God I did notice right. Malik Malik Carr missed one block. That was so bad. I was like, he, Oh my he god, he can't <laughs> block. He's not there to block though. But regardless of the Michigan State tight ends, the Luke Schoonmaker felt like Terrence Williams when Evan just smacked talked Terrence Williams around, and then he drained a Evan's couple got threes. Bad luck with that. Um, so I guess Michigan briefly, receivers stock down. They stink. Ronnie Bell's not bad. He is not better than Michigan State's two. And, of course, no. Trey Mosley glue hands drops a pass this game. I mean, everything was going wrong. Was that the he one dropped- with center still was on him? Oh, he dropped a first down. No, there was one that was a good play by the corner. There was one that, that he was just center still. He oh, had a first down and he stepped out of bounds early on that play. Yeah, that yeah, was bad. Trey had a bad game. But, yeah, no. Michigan receiving core is not good. It, which begs the question, how, I mean, I think, I believe Jim Harbaugh said on the podcast that they did that he plans to get Andre Anthony more involved, but I just don't know how that has not happened he's yet. Disappearing. Does he even play? Is he out there? Yeah, he's no. out there. Mo- like once sometimes. or twice. They put him out there as the lone receiver on like three tight end sets. It's also he crazy. There's suck still just, if he just I, doesn't play. What I've heard Poor is. Jim's is, an idiot. What I've heard is it's a little. No block, no rock. Where run blocking, Andrell would rather be running routes. Which it as- does seem like Andrell's <laughs> a little about himself and not about the team. And Cornelius, I'm just gonna guess though. Cornelius, for as non-explosive as the kid is, he's a really good. He's a really good run blocker. And Jim Harbaugh loves running the football, so then he's like, let's just let Cornelius. But then it's gotta be boring to watch just running the ball all the time. Oh, it's kind of sick. I'm not gonna lie. I'm starting. To, I started to love it. A balance would be nice. It's fun. Yeah, of course. And that I guess we can talk about JJ a little bit. Um, Evan, you made your thoughts clear after the game. I don't know if you welcome back at all. I think it's fair to say there's questions about him winning a big game. But they can if they do what they did. He's just right he's now a the way to, Cade. That's all he is. He's a he's a mobile Cade. They don't he's let just the him guy do that Everybody wanted as their quarterback, and he's servicing the same role that it was last year. He's just faster and can do a little more. I think the talent. I'm curious what you guys saw. Not you saw him play a full game. Like a couple of his throws, he does things that Cade can't do. Like the first one where he rolled out and threw that over the defender on a line to Schoonmaker, and then the post to Ronnie Bell in stride. Like, and he puts zip on the football. Like he, when he throws it, it looks really good. He was a little bit sloppier in this game than I would have liked. On a couple of within 15 yard throws, it didn't look great. So that has to be cleaned up. But it all goes back to the point of what you guys are saying where and what everyone's saying is like they're using him the same way a mobile just like a mobile Cade. that's that's yeah, it. kind of a waste like if you were a five-star qb why would you ever go to michigan well this is why trying, people say this we are trying to get jane davis he got a crystal ball alex please do not put that out there while we're trying to get a five-star QB. well if you please. like handing the ball off 55 times a game and throwing the ball a few times um yeah go to michigan which is weird i love thinking I, jj's a little better and also like I think he has the talent, the arm talent, mobile talent, to be a really good quarterback in the Big Ten. I just think his decision-making is iffy, and he, he just looks frantic sometimes. He just doesn't look that composed. Yeah, 
He's young. He hasn't played that much. I'm sure he'll figure it out. Yeah. This was a big step for him, I think, of recognizing those running lanes because he hadn't done that a ton in previous games. And I appreciate him, like, realizing no one's open because they can't create separation sometimes. And it's like, I was going to go pick this up, which I which I enjoy seeing. Um, My last things were kind of not as serious. Sean McDonough dropped the trouble with the snap, Evan. Did that lower him in your power rankings of announcers? Didn't hear him um, say that. No, the I didn't second, hear him say that. I was so disgusted didn't? with what was going on in the game that I kind of I toned it out by that point. The I second, didn't really hear Sean much at all. The second snap, um, he was like, oh, and then he did. Barringer has trouble with the snap. Like He just dropped it in. And I was he like, probably oh. just like, that's just his call and uh, just what yeah. happened. Well, they talked about snappers it. Such, I mean, I thought Whoa. it was so corny for Michigan to tweet out like the what? trouble with this. They tweeted Michigan, Michigan State has trouble with the snap and put like a little four picture real thing on it. It's just How's so that dumb corny? because the moment of that game was nowhere even close to the same as what was happening when the first one happened. Yeah, and you can tell he's really bitter that. about it. It's just so stupid. Just, just take your way to just. Oh, Shut come your on. mouth. You sound just like an that old program man. just talks so much shit. Oh, there it's not all the real feelings. Dude, that's just social media. I could tell this you This is why uh, social media sucks. But I could like I could do the same thing. I if you don't think I was a psycho after last year's game, depressed down in my 10 p.m. at night, laying in my bed on my phone on Monday night still, looking at Jane Reed's post of just clowning um DJ Turner in the end zone. Players should clown. Right. But in social media accounts do too. That's just what they do. That's that's social media. So I I I was it's like, just like they could have came up with something better than that. I just well I thought that was corny. He said it on the broadcast. If he didn't say it, then it's reaching. But no, I didn't know he said it until you just said that. So I guess that makes more sense. Also, Sean McDonough needs a better partner. Todd Blackledge got a lot of things wrong in this game, and I was he just, talked about Penn State a couple times for no reason. Couldn't, he couldn't pronounce names right. I'm like, man, get Sean some better partner. Shout out Jane um, Mangum for returning from death and playing in this football game. Shout, I didn't even know that. Shout out to him for doing that. Yeah. Um, I talked about Jesse Mentor a little bit. I'm very happy with him as a defensive coordinator thus far this year. We'll see when he gets tested against Ohio State. But so far, he's passing tests, and I think he had a better game plan this game than even they had in uh, last year. He didn't have to play against Kenneth Walker. Not True. really the same. True, but remember all no the, one they, stops him. Not even NFL defensive coordinators. They did. Remember the last year, uh, we just couldn't get on the field and sub like five times. This year it happened once, and it was on the key on touchdown, but it got quickly corrected and was nipped in the bud. And also, you see the difference between Don Brown in twenty nineteen, no twenty twenty, stubbornly leaving guys we on islands. Done that all game. If Brown well, was, I was like, still decent. I was like, oh my god, this is Don Brown two But no, he woke up. He's like, you know what? I'm gonna put Rod Moore over the top. And I'm going to put him over the top and trust DJ to do his thing. And it's like, yeah, maybe that's just common sense. But Don Brown lost his job because he didn't adjust for Rocky Lombardi. I wish Don Brown was still there. <laughs> Last thing, I have, this is honest as a friend question, guys. And I'm, I'm curious. I went through Brady Hoke. Um, I'm not comparing it fully, but it gives off similar energy when like three penalties happen in a row and the whole sideline's chopping. Yeah, you, we saw your chop on the... Your that made that's what pissed me, pissed me off too. I, I, know it, I knew it had to. I was like, but just like guys, a loser. You just like we agreed we didn't need to do any oh, Twitter come stuff. On, Evan. First, first thing you tweet up oh. last so, year, 
last year Evan took a jab in one of them for basketball. It's just it's rivalry banter. It's but I'm more saying because I want to call attention I get to it because like the chopping sucks when you're I losing. No one <laughs> winning. Shit at Michigan. <laughs> the chopping sucks when you're losing. Evan, deep down, you can't like it. Time and place. You're not a neutral thinking guy. We know if this. We shouldn't need to see if we didn't see it so much. If like they didn't show Time them place. doing it. Time and place. To like, do why can't you do it when like good things are going on? Like, why yeah, like is it after, always the negative? After a touchdown, like yeah. we're, we're battling. Not like we just we look like idiots on the we first drive. We just got a drive. 15-yard penalty. We just got a full start on it's offense. We just got a delay game on punting. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like everyone now, like the 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 they training always, staff. They did the, it last year. I noticed it. It's I'm cool with it because it's it's his philosophy and he clearly believes in it and the the players and staff buy into it and they don't give a shit what you or I say about it. But yeah, it's it's not fun to be like our guys look like clowns on the sideline when we're doing dumb shit and then Yeah. Just look stupid. If I if I was ever in Mel Tucker's trust tree and he was like, Grant Anything you change? Care. No, I'm saying hypothetically, if you're in the if you're in the circle of trust, and he's like thoughts, I'd maybe. say Mel, it's a bad optical look. Same with Dan Campbell with your hat. If they just ask me simple things, like, just wear your hat right. Mel, don't chop after penalties. It is not Brady Hoke esque <laughs> with. No, it's not the same. When we our head have... wore a head. he at least Mel Tucker wears a headset, so he knows what's going on. Not in the last five minutes of the game. I think he yeeted it at somebody. (laughs) But Mel was hot in the beginning of the game, angry-wise. I had not seen him like that in a while. I only tried to touch his head. Proud of me, I only dropped one obscenity at my TV at him, and it was during that time. It was just like... like Well, Grant, the spot on third down was disgusting, and then the spot on fourth down was disgusting. So then, both ways. I thought initially with you on third down. I was like, he clearly got it. What are they doing? I watched, I watched it, back. it back. It's, I watched it back. It's a. I don't. I don't think it's as clear as it looked. I think his knee may have been he down behind. The wasn't three lineman. yards, two yards short. What they marked him, where it cuts off, where you can't really see. He might have been down. We don't have the. We didn't have the right angle. He, sh- but it doesn't matter. He should challenge it. Runs out like this, but that's no one's fault. But but cha- not yes. challenge it. You have to challenge it if you th- if you're that strongly about it. Yeah, and then it just of course it goes to the next one where you get a gift because the the guy who's doing the the spot was like, oh my god, I messed up third down so bad. Now I got to make this fourth down yeah. better. And then the of course, down. of course they review it, and then yes, he was clearly short. So I'm not mad that he was short on fourth down. It's just like get it together. No wonder Mel was furious. Yeah, Mel needs huh. a Mel needs a review guy, and Mel needs a timeout guy. Every coach does. We've learned or, that. Or we have review guys, and they suck at their job. Maybe. Um, Common theme with that coaching staff. What do you say? The leader of that staff, Evan. He's choosing oh. these people. He can fire him too. He will. Um, Maybe. Caden Hauser is a Jay Johnson recruit. Mm. <laughs> That's the one problem. <laughs> well, there's always a casualty to the... A casualty, Evan. Can't kill anybody. I'm not saying he's going to get killed. I'm saying, but like, to get rid of him. We need a Scrambling some eggs. Noah Kim. Noah Kim is not losing the job of Hayden Hauser if everyone's, if Peyton leaves, everyone's back next year. That's my hot take. 
Uh, Peyton's coming be, back, so it doesn't even matter. Peyton's going God. to Western play for Jeff. Curious to see your guys' thoughts when if when if Peyton comes back next year. That's gonna be of, so happy. It's gonna be a pretty divided fan base if it isn't already. <laughs> I will be happy. I don't know how I feel. We'll get there when we get there. Um, looking ahead for both teams next week, Michigan State to. goes to an absolute wagon in the Big Ten West, which is stunning. I think if you talked about one of the more stunning storylines in college football this entire year, it's got to be. Don't get talked about enough. The fight. No, they simply don't. And I, I think I'm the only person on this podcast who's watched a full game of theirs start to finish. Granted, they I watched a lot only, of the Nebraska game. It was the only game they lost all year, so I'm their yeah. jinx. So maybe if I watch this game, they'll lose again. But Didn't they lose to someone sh- terrible? Indiana. Indiana. Yeah, By like three. the second game. Alex, First game. As I watched, watched the end of that thing, game. It made no sense. They dominated the game and they got absolutely hosed on a review call in the end zone. It was <laughs> but I how was is it close mad. if they dominated? They just kept fumbling and like doing really stupid like Michigan in the first half, just doing really dumb things and letting the team linger and India just capitalized. <laughs> Michigan's um, gonna win. The spread is minus sixteen and a half Before Illinois. Winman was suspended. It's still that right now. Wow. I'm on FanDuel. Get the line now if you think that that's going to move a lot. <laughs> Over under 41 and a half points. Uh, we know Matt Millen is on the announcing call because we talked about it, but can you guess who's the play by play announcer? BTN. Mike Hall. <laughs> it kind of sounds like Maury Povich. Corey Provis. Oh, I thought it was Dave Revson because he kind of looks like. The Maury Show guy. Corey Provis and Matt Millen. um, I don't even know who that is. It's in Champaign, right? Yeah. 2.30. BTN. Any any thoughts on this game? Any anything? My dad has some thoughts. What does your dad think? (laughs) 6.56 p.m. today. Based on the suspensions today, you can kiss any more wins goodbye. So that... Any more wins? (laughs) That is how, how strongly Father G feels. I mean, but it's just if we're being dead honest about the players to spend, it's really one player that's that's two hurt. starters on the defense. Three. We, we talking gross? Zion Young, Gross, and Winman all start. Uh, I'm not gonna say whose name, but I think maybe one of those not playing is not the worst thing. Um, that, I think I'm cool with one of them not playing. <laughs> I'm not gonna say who. Gross. Um, okay, <laughs> I said it, but. All right, so G has weighed in. Your guys' thoughts? Do you feel that way? Do you feel like there's any? Is is this a is this a moment where MSU comes together? That's um, what I was about to say. Could they national come the national media is just dragging them left and right. Is there a I chance for them so. to come together? I think they'll come out strong and they'll compete. And I would have told you they would have won if the suspensions and all that didn't happen after the game. I mean, I Illinois would've... doesn't do anything really? sexy. Because Illinois is not going to throw the wow. ball. Uh, they're going to run the ball well. That's what they do. But we just face that. And if we could hold the field goals, um, I don't think Illinois' defense is as good as Michigan's. I Alex, think Illinois... I don't want to scare you, but it might be better. We'll find it out. It really is. I think Illinois better, might have a hangover of first, being, first time Indiana. ever being in the college football <laughs> playoff rankings. They might be hungover from that. The classic what? Michigan State getting ranked too high last year and losing to Purdue. Um, I don't know. I mean, the problem is like we're still 
we're not like some powerhouse Big Ten program, but we also like teams see our see us and they're gonna want to beat us. It's not like they're playing Rutgers, so it's not like Illinois is not gonna have any motivation to face us because we actually they've beat us the last time we played them, I believe. Um, unfortunately, they actually kind of have our number, so maybe Got this Mark is a Antonio revenge game fired. for us. He, Mark Antonio lost Illinois twice. Um, it just it yeah, it's not a good matchup. Um, it is, but it's not because we don't have our best player on defense. Um, our offense is bad. You just told me they have a great defense. So yeah, you know what? Has Illinois beaten anybody? No. They have the number one scoring defense in the entire country. They murdered Wisconsin, but we beat Wisconsin. I'm telling you, they're like, they're. They they might be as good as Michigan. Those teams haven't played yet. I don't know. So but you think that's like, going to be like a huge big time game? Oh, 100 percent. Because it's like contrast. It's the same style it's at of football. The big house, of course. Michigan never leaves Ann Arbor. Yeah, they only have to do that four times this year. I was looking back at the schedule; it's crazy. Um, they've given up eight point nine points per game. They play the West. Who they played? The West but, is awful. Michigan State would have still had a chance last week to win the West. As terrible as they've been. They're still doing it in like really impressive. Really ways. impressive like, every week. They beat Iowa 9-3. 9-6. Not all oh, sorry. 9 but wasn't that, six. Wasn't that the like torrential downpour game where no, the game got delayed for a no, bunch of hours? No, it was not that game. That was a normal noon in the sunlight game. I don't they know. Just, so is Illinois going to crush us, Grant? Is that what you want to tell me? No. It could be closer, but I think it's going to feel similar to the Michigan game when it's all said and done. I think they're going to be able to assert themselves uh, running the ball. So they're going to, it's going to be like where they have the ball, where they have the ball the majority of the game. Like, Their defense they're just gonna, look good. You're just going to, you're just going to look up and they're going to have the ball. And then if, it's a couple three and outs for Michigan State. It's going to feel like the Michigan game is what I what I think because their their two corners I think are both NFL picks and I think they're really really good from what I've seen. Anything I've seen about this Illinois team, it's like this this defense is no joke. But we will see. I will have my eyes on it because this is Michigan's last remaining big test before Ohio State. So I need to see what this team looks like against. A so team you're sucked Michigan back into watching the dogs on Saturday. I'm curious to see how Mel Tucker gets these boys to respond. <laughs> you know, you, for all the things that have gone poorly this season, Michigan State always does, you know, at least show up and give good effort every game. They never quit. They're, you know, a resilient well, bunch that sucks. Shopping. Evan, so, give them credit. your thoughts, and you can lead us on score predictions if you want. Um, thoughts. Offense has got to get something going. Offense but can they? With who's at the helm? <laughs> No, they can't. Our so. running back already has twelve hundred yards rushing this year. Bleeding the country. He's, he's probably he's, he's a Cor- Tommy DeVito. He, he's Blake Corum status. He's really good. He might be better than Blake Corum. He is better. Um He might be. Evan thinks <laughs> Blake Corum sucks. Evan, that's crazy if you think he sucks after that game. Sucks. I was surprised when Evan said it. Like he was um, making insane plays. All to be a fifth round pick in the NFL. Okay, um, but we're not talking no. about NFL. We're not there talking. it is. But I, okay, yeah, I don't, right there. I don't know how it'll be in the NFL, but I'm saying college. He's the best running back under Jim Harbaugh. Doesn't this last game off. cemented it. 
No, it, he is. Who would be better? Haskins could be better. Because he had one good year. Well, he one had, Haskins had one good year. Has Haskins um, had multiple I have uh, years. Michigan State. God, are we going to score? <laughs> I'm looking at these scores. It doesn't look like we're going to score any points in this game. They don't play anybody good, Alex. They haven't played a ranked opponent. Don't talk shit to me. Talk shit to Grant. I'm not talking shit. They played Chattanooga. They played Virginia. Virginia's like three and five. So are we. We're three and five. <laughs> <laughs> that was a great realization. Yeah, but we're fighting for seven and five. Yeah. It starts on Saturday. Not according to Garrett. I just want six <laughs> wins. We need extra practice. You better accept five and seven. Go into the quick lane bowl. I'll see if we there. make the if we make the bowl game at five and seven, I'm cool with it. I can't believe we're at this point. Michigan State. State when I said ten and two. Michigan State punt. eighteen. Wisconsin sixteen. Wisconsin. The defense is so Illinois back in a Illinois big way. Did you say 18, like, 16? 18 16? If they wins in a thriller, a defensive thriller, the defense Scotty Hazelton is keeping his job. He has earned his job back after Scotty Hazelton isn't even the most hated coordinator anymore. It has flipped completely. Hazelton is back. We're keeping him forever. I love that guy. Michigan State wins in a bloodbath 44 to 3. There's no way. What's your real prediction? Uh, unless, unless that's what you really think. 27 for the winning team. And 17 for the losing team. What are you saying? 27-17, winning team and losing team. Okay, who wins? I haven't decided yet. I'll go after you, go. Um, I think Illinois is having a heck of a year. They're, I think they're really physical. I think they're going to copy the blueprint of Michigan last week. I don't know how good their field goal kicker is. That could matter a lot. Illinois. Uh, no. Mel Tucker didn't get to even watch film until after Monday's practice on Illinois, so I don't like that because that means he's relying on his assistants to do it, and um, I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> I would say that this game will be 25-10 to 10 final line eye. Good team's cover. Um. All right. Quickly, I don't have much to say about Michigan Rutgers. I hope it's a blood Michigan back. 45 Rutgers. <laughs> will be a blood blood. 56. They're starting a new quarterback this week. <laughs> will be a bubble bath. <laughs> 56. 45 10. 56 6. Did you say there's going to be a new quarterback for Rutgers, Evan? Yep, starting a new quarterback this week. I don't know if I love that. You played a little bit last week. That kind of makes me think, like, what if they get some crazy yeah, They're mojo. terrible, dude. Just I don't stop. even see the spread on FanDuel. It's a lot. It's 27 You are going to spaghetti. You are going to spaghetti. Spaghetti way. <laughs> we can't talk away. We are going to Piscataway. Jim Harbaugh almost lost his job last time he was in Piscataway. Uh, but Cade McNamara gave a riveting halftime speech after the or post-game speech saying, what if we went out and uh, led the boys to a gritty overtime win that they stormed the field in? <laughs> That's how low this program was just two years ago. See, a lot can change, guys. A 26, lot can change. 26 is the spread. I Over think Michigan's, under 45 and a half. 
I think Michigan's sleepwalking a little bit in this game. I mean, I'm not going to show it. It is 6.30, which is, or 7.30 for Rutgers time, I think. It's kind of weird. It'd be seven um, people at that game. Blackout, probably. Like seven Clothing students. and drunk. Let's go. It's not, it doesn't make him a bad person. Four, 38 to 7. 38-7, Michigan. Fair. Um, Cover. The Detroit Cover. Lions. Cover. Gross. The last topic. Oh, God. We're, uh, we're not getting to the Pistons Red Wings, I don't think, unless someone's really dying to get a takeoff. But no. Lions. Let's start with the trade. They dealt TJ Hawkinson today to the Minnesota Vikings. Did I say, Any Evan, thoughts? to you and Hunter that I thought the Vikings could be an option when we were going through the teams? Shout out Hunter. He was right. We were able to get more than I thought for him. I don't remember. But it took a – I think I said the Vikings, and then we all agreed there's no way we trade him in our division. But there you go. We did. And we got a good pri- good, good haul for him. And I have been in TJ Hawkinson hater, so second-round pick. A good haul for him? I don't think it's a good haul. Second-round pick for a tight end? Not terrible. I'm cool with it. Now we can use all our extra picks if we don't get number one and move up to number one and take whoever we want. We're getting yeah. number one. Yeah, probably. But if just in case, it's good assurance. I'll be honest. I don't I don't have time to do research of the top tight end trades in history, so I don't really know what they go oh, for. Oh, I don't know. I just know that that sounds Oh, I just good. saw this. Okay, one sec. Tony Gonzalez got traded at one point in his career. Probably was 45 when he got traded. The Kansas City Chiefs traded when they traded him to the Falcons. He still had a couple good years for the Falcons, right? He was all right. The Falcons sent a second round pick to Kansas City for Gonzalez. So we got a second and a third. And a third gave up two fours. Fourth. But this is kind of probably not what most football people would say, but this is just guy talking ball. I don't really care about fourth round picks. I know they, they're kind of good sometimes, but when I see the Why second not? and the third, oh, damn it. Malcolm in well, the fifth. We'll just, pick, we'll just pick him in the third. We'll just pick him in the third round. Um, so I think if you look at that, I didn't know that. Tony Gonzalez is better than TJ Hawkinson, full stop. So... Pretty good haul, I'd say. And, like, he's going to walk in free agency because you're not going to pay him. So you might as well capitalize and get something for him. I mean, that's pretty good. Why do we give up the two picks? And, like, you already gave up a player. Yeah. Why do we have to give up two fourth round picks? Because that player could leave for nothing. That's why. Well, that's your your, your price you're willing to pay. You are going all in this year. Like, I'd be a terrible negotiator. <laughs> it's a great self-awareness the process you just had. Um, Should have traded yeah, Swift. It's kind of well, yeah. I don't disagree. Um, it's kind of lame to say it's like a win-win, seeing that it gets overused. But I don't really have a spicy take. I think it makes sense for the team that got Hawkinson. I think it makes sense for the Lions. You are one and six. You are the worst team in the entire NFL. What are you going to do? Like I saw some. I think more beat reporters just being frustrated. I can't imagine covering this team. I would be, like, so depressed. I mean, we kind of do, but we do it in a fun way. But, like, people that actually, like Colton Pouncey, has to actually give real knowledge about this team. I don't do think I can do it. people read this? Like, do people care anymore? I think they get good numbers. I think people do. But they're like, how many times can we trade a cornerstone piece? I mean, 
until you start being good, you're going to keep doing it. Like, I, I don't think TJ Hawkinson is the cornerstone piece to die on. He was not a cornerstone piece to me, really, after this career. He hasn't who won, even had. Who won the Super Bowl last year? He hasn't had more than 800 yards. Who won the Super Bowl? Uh, the Rams. The Rams. Yeah. The Rams. I, I knew who it was. I just figured you guys would know faster. I had a brain fart. Uh, is so Tyler bad. Higby a cornerstone of that franchise? No. Now it sucks because the Chiefs won a couple and Travis Kelsey's really good. When you think about the league, right? Robert you don't Kowski. need you don't need a tight end to win Rob a Super Gronkowski. That's what yeah, that's another bad. But he's not that. He's not either of those guys. When and you close. think about did oh, you guys say there's on real on the Buccaneers and on the Patriots? Oh well, Yeah, no, but is TJ Hawkinson even remotely Gronk? No. He's probably closer to Tyler Higby. Would you say there's Three elite tight ends in the league. There's a there's a tier of three, and the rest is Andrews, Kittle. Would you say Kittle? He's yeah. reemerging. Yeah. And like three. Fault they don't throw in the ball. That yeah. hurts the argument a little because I was thinking about that on my drive back today. I was like, those three teams are like perennially really good, but I think it's other like factors. Like two of them have MVP level quarterbacks, so that's just going to help no matter what. And the third, Evan. Why well, Lamar? Well, he won an MVP. I was thinking I'm, about who was the quarterback. Oh, okay, We're all okay. trying to piece it together. I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just. I just thought you were about to let out a Lamar He's about sucks to be the Lions' with... quarterback next year, so I have oh to get God. on board with him. Trying in that so direction. Awesome. Will Anderson it, and Lamar Jackson. Is it really? Oh yeah, the serious buzz. He says he wants he to play for Detroit. With the Ravens. No, he did not say that. He listed three teams. Yes, he did. Lions, right. Dolphins, and somebody else. I couldn't remember the third. You can't go well, to the Dolphins. They can't have a QB. They already have a QB. Welcome. We'll take Tua. I've said some mean things about him, but I'll take him. Would we? we carved up our... He kind of just has Jalen Waddle and Tyreek Hill. Like, um, I could be good with those guys. Mm, no, but... We no, have I to pay Lamar but... $300 million. Holy. Done. You know how you long you four have cars to pay the have same been produced? First round pick, <laughs> and then you got to pay him five years later. You got to pay him the same amount if they're good. But I guess my... My point being to get to wrap up that point was the Chiefs and Ravens have MVP level quarterbacks, so you can't say the tight end is the make or break. And then the 49ers have so much depth on defense as well that, like, if we were, if we had a good defense and we needed everything to be perfect around Jared Goff and we thought we had a chance to make a run, resign him. But we don't have a great defense at all. We have legitimately one of the worst defenses in the entire league. So you're not going to fork over a bunch of money to take away from defensive talent to keep a tight end, which is not a premier position in the NFL. Those tight ends are also way better than TJ Hawkinson. Yeah. Way better. Way better. Yeah. So I would trade a first-round pick for Travis Kelsey at the age of 30. Maybe not, have, but I would think about it. Well, we got four of them in the next two years. Or yeah, wait. we need all of those. Do we? No. Oh, yeah, two. two this year. Two. Two seconds this year. Oh, no, we traded our second this year. No. Did we? In the Dave Jameson trade. No. And then we just got it back. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. We got, a lot, we got a lot of picks. We got a lot of problems, so we're good. we got a lot of picks. We've been hitting on every pick pretty, pretty easily, though. Like, everybody's good that we draft. The biggest thing I want to say about the Dolphins game... Oh, he said something. Actually, two seconds. We have our own. Oh, perfect. We kept it. So we have four second-round picks in the next two years. 
What could go wrong? And two first rounds this year. No, we, we only six... have we only have one second next year. Oh, so, I was so we did to... trade it and we got it back. No, we have in two years from now. I'm sorry. I, I'm we're already at the draft in my brain. It's already 2023. Yeah. Right, right. 2023. We have two picks in the first and second. Oh, Four picks in the top, likely 65. 60. Um, this is my biggest problem with this game, the Dolphins game. For those that care and still want to just hear anything about it, we had 19 rush attempts in this game. How many pass attempts do you think we had? 50. <laughs> no, Alex, you <laughs> overshot it. 37. We had 37 pass attempts. And when you think about this game flow, we were never getting blown out. There's literally no we're winning reason. by 14 when the first time I tuned in. Thank you, Alex. You paid attention. <laughs> There's no reason to throw that much. What is the identity of this team that we've been talked about? We've been told it's our offensive line and it's running the football. And it's not like we stunk. Jamal Williams had only 10 carries in this football game for 53 yards. Quick math, 5.3 per carry. Two tutties. Dog. He actually he was playing well. He was bouncing back from his fumble. He was hitting the holes hard. He looked like he had burst. Now, it was also because DeAndre Swift was limping around, so Williams looked even better in comparison. And then Is you have DeAndre Craig... Swift ever going to be healthy? And then we're just, we're, just, we're just spelling with Craig Reynolds. I, not to be mean to Craig Reynolds, I love his story, but just too much of him on the NFL football field. Just can't happen. Um, Poor Craig, but taking ricochet what are we, shots. What are we doing? I mean, the offense didn't play bad, but that's just things where like, we're overthinking ourselves. I mean, second they score half, almost yeah. 30 points. Second right? half, really bad. No, you're right, Evan. It's unacceptable to have inconsistency of that game. Why are you throwing 37 times and rushing 19 when you're getting five carries, five yards per carry with your lead back? That makes no sense. Fourth Especially two, when you're not losing. deep, dog. Yeah, that happened again. I don't get it. Um, another guy, Doghouse, a warrior. Oof, my God. There was, there was one play. I'm, I don't know if I should clip it. I don't know if anyone has. Of He's lined effort. up off sides. No, an effort he tried to make on a tackle oh. where like if you're the dumb mistakes, like if you just get beat, if you get mossed by AJ Brown or outran by Tyreek Hill, I can look past that. I'm gonna be like, yeah, I wish you were better, but I get it. It's Tyreek Hill. It's AJ Brown. When you overrun a run play and then you have a chance to come back to the ball and all you do is stick out your left arm and the guy obliterates through your forearm, you don't dive at his legs, you don't do anything. That's an absolute joke, and I don't really need to see you on the football field. Let you someone know where else less play. Grant, do you know where Amani went to school? Penn State. Well, that's all you needed to know. Don't they usually have dogs? I like. I take Joey Porter. They're poorly coached by James Franklin. Got it. I see what you're trying to say. Um, they also had three straight penalties in a row on a drive. That's same old lion shit. So that when people say SOL, that's that's what that is. You're in the second half, needing a drive to answer back. And you just have three penalties in a row. Two from Panay Sewell and one from Taylor Decker, Evan's favorite guy. It's like, what are we doing, guys? You're supposed to be good players, and you're just acting like idiots. Derek Barnes, he popped a little bit. Made a couple of nice tackles. So good to see that on the positive side of things. Kirby Joseph had a really cool entrance with a backflip and then forced a fumble. Props to Kirby Joseph. He's actually played really well coverage-wise, too, on his, his grades. And shout-out Ben for uh, noticing that. Um, oh, Craig Reynolds, speaking of him, he tried to run a flea flicker and he passed the ball back to Jared Goff overhand. I've never seen it before. He cannot run a flea flicker. So, if, Alex, you got to find the play. He, he he got the ball, went like this to Jared. Are you looking? <laughs> <laughs> Not underhand. Basketball chest passed it. Yep. 
and then Jared panicked and threw it away. Um, we ran a fake punt. That was cool. It was very well executed. So shout out to special yes. teams. I saw that. Um, that was very good. And that Michigan was something State they must look at that special teams direction. That's something they that's something they saw on film because it was very clear they had a numbers advantage. So good stuff there. Um, Josh Reynolds dropped the ball. He didn't play a great game. And then the big thing was third down defense, which goes into Aubrey Pleasant, which we'll touch on next. Was I wrote this down on third down conversions. All of these were conversions. Third and 13, third and six, check. Third and six, check again. Third and six, convert it again. Third and eight. And every time it just seemed like they'd find a nice little gap between our linebackers, who shout out to Malcolm for being a good run stopper. He's not great in pass coverage, which you're not going to be a perfect player. He's, he's short and he's not the fastest guy in coverage, but he tries his hardest. But there's too much of a gap between him and our safeties. And they're just no communication. They just found that gap the entire game that I saw. And it's like, how does that not get corrected at any point? And when things like that happen and you're one in six and everyone's looking what's going on, that's how Aubrey Pleasant gets fired. So we're, I don't know your guys' thoughts on the Aubrey Pleasant firing. I don't think it's going to change much, really. I think he was just the scapegoat for this season. I think it's a scapegoat, dude. Two, I think it's somebody just – you got to get rid of somebody and what's the biggest, easiest thing to solve is just look at the secondary and how they performed and pass coverage. And Now, maybe it is a reasonable firing. Maybe he was trying to do something else or whatnot, but doesn't mean anything. The talent's still not there to produce anyway, so it's really that big of a deal. You haven't had Tracy Walker all year, so – Yeah, I agree with Evan. I'm really tired of on third downs when this defense with the talent it has, what our coach does where he lines like eight guys along the line of scrimmage of like who's going to blitz, and they're all standing up. Can't and then show just, the same look in NFL. 100%. Are you sure, Evan? <laughs> Come on. Even worse is like you're asking guys like then – Anzalone and Malcolm Rodriguez, who already aren't great coverage guys, to sprint back at a 45 degree angle to get underneath a Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle route. They're just not built to do that. Just let them sit already back where they need to be. That I understand you're trying to confuse them and you think maybe getting pressure on Tua is your best bet because you can't stop those guys anyways. But that's not putting your guys in advantageous positions. That's at, that's putting them in a bad spot. And I, you saw it time and time again. They could not get back in time. And Tua just sat there and waited for the little dig route to come across the middle and hit him like five times over the course of the game. So I don't know where to go from here. I've been, I'm still thinking about this whole Dan Campbell stuff, and I'm pretty steadfast. Where like, if you don't get to four wins, be because rough. like people keep saying it's a rebuild. That was last year was the start of the rebuild. So what what is it if we lose more games? Are we just rebuilding the rebuild? What are we doing? We were supposed to be better this year. Everyone said that. We were supposed to be frisky, supposed to at least like show improvement. And so far, I guess we're not worse than last year because we won a game earlier than we did last year. But if we don't get to like four wins, there's serious questions because then it's not a rebuild. You're rebuilding the rebuild. And that's just yeah. a laughable thing to do. <laughs> Pathetic. Doesn't mean nope, we suck. We, we suck. The rebuild's going to last even longer. Just keep on going. Just push it down. Kick the can down the road. Push the rock down the road. It's going to be even longer. And then it's just going to come down. We're just going to have to have wide on. 
and let him talk for two hours about how he was right for the last five years of our life, telling us there's never any hope. There's no hope, and you guys well, are idiots. I'm not ready to go to that point. There Alex. is no hope, Alex. This is a vicious cycle. Oh, guy no. comes in, has to rebuild, tries to bring his own culture, try to get his own guys. They can't do it in a certain amount of time. You fire him, bring in a new guy, bring in a new GM. They try to do the same thing. Nope, nope, nope. Thanks, the man. only thing that, that I have hope of right now is I like Brad Holmes still. I'm a fan of Brad Holmes still. I like Brad. Alex, before we close out your mental state, you had an eerily similar text to Evan in the group chat that you <laughs> seem like you were at an all-time low. I just want to check in as a friend when it comes to well, sports. Well, you know, part of the reason uh, deleting Twitter is like I don't need to know what's happening in sports as much anymore because my teams all suck. Except Michigan State basketball, which hasn't started officially, officially yet. So maybe I'll be back on the Twitter sphere for but the they Gonzaga look like a game. wagon. <laughs> uh, not really. They didn't look very good. But <clears throat> yeah, no, it's Tigers are dead to me. Um, the Lions, they're a joke. They happen my whole life. Somehow I find hope every year. Maybe I won't next year. We'll see. Pistons, you guys already declared season over last week. Yeah, I mean, I'm sorry. I'm sorry if you thought that was too aggressive. Your take, I, I think you stand by your takes, but it, it got one, the one dude. Yeah, <laughs> that made me laugh. And I, I, I agree with you. That so dude I was comfortable that posting was it. I was so like, funny. Oh god, Alex, you're you're texting to the. I, I like ignored <laughs> I like, it. Not now, buddy. <laughs> I don't know. It's like the new updates. Like it doesn't just come in of like what the tweet is. You have to like click on the link and then it will load and then it goes to Twitter. Um, but yes. I was like, dude, are you aware of what just happened like the last like three hours? Like, like, buddy, are you on Twitter? Like, do you follow any Michigan related <laughs> accounts whatsoever? Yeah. For yeah, for context, it was like in the middle of Saturday night. Like everyone's right at a fever pitch in the group all chat. The, the feud, and, then, and this guy's like, Yeah, man. I don't know. Quote tweets like. it. Like, we can't let these guys back on the bandwagon if they already like they're giving up already. And I'll try to train's leaving without you. It's like, Brandon, we are mo the most invested. It hurts us, but we just call it like we see it. We're not making the playing game. So the season is over. You can talk about moral victories and growth, but, but they the beat goal, the Warriors after that. They beat the Warriors. <laughs> they, they saw the graphic. Um, is there any, you guys have any advice for me with, I'm going to try to do what Alex did. I'm not going to delete Twitter because I'm still going to tweet off the account. My goal is just to be one of those guys. You log on, say what you need to say, log off. I'm not going to linger as best I can. I'm not going to be looking. So does that mean I just start getting my news from like the athletic? I YouTube, was wondering how I should YouTube get my press news conferences. Struggling. I'm realizing that like all my friends are going to text me about anything relatively important. Um, so you like, start to start, get it. I start reading ESPN. Is that why I, I, go? I get athletic notifications about stuff? The Score app. They give me notifications when things happen. Um. Yeah, I mean, you, you, there's definitely other ways. Blue what I will was telling what me I, he just Google News is it every morning. Mm. So maybe I'll just do that. The problem is like so many of these Instagram. You can still have Instagram. Like I was trying to go verify the whole Jamon Green going to meet his dad stuff on the Detroit News, but like everything's a subscription now, and I can't. I don't want to buy subscriptions to all these places. So yeah, like, and I also really wanted to see Dave Portnoy's reaction to Tottenham's victory today, so I did. Go through yeah. my browser, not log into Twitter, and just watch his video because it was funny. Like, there's stuff I still need to see that, like that. Yeah, it's I just think, funny. I think that's funny. Yeah, but yeah, it's you don't need it though. No, I need to get out of the habit of like going to our Michigan to Michigan State list and just refreshing to see if anything new has come up. I don't need to see that anymore. 
The one I, thing I will miss is like when people do like nice statistical dives of like PFF or like they they do a film breakdown. I like watching, but I can just search Dan Orlovsky Twitter. I don't need to go on myself. Like you said, Alex, just go to the browser, type yeah, in. Yeah, you can just Dan look Orlovsky up someone's Twitter. Twitter, go through it for a few minutes, and then boom. I mean, my screen time is down 59% the last two days, just solely from Twitter. So, yeah. Beautiful. Highly recommend. All right. That's your show. That's show 95. I also thought there's a little mojo with us when it comes to curses of, uh, like, we start this podcast, right? The first year we do it, it's the absolute biggest game in the rivalry's history. Undefeated. Top 10 matchup. And then we have a thing with Jawan, which has never happened really in college basketball with one of our teams. And then we have this. So I don't know if we're, we're necessarily good. I don't, I don't know what's going on with this little voodoo curse. One of Pistons like, Lottery live on yeah. podcast. Yeah. But like just weird stuff's been happening. It, it has been. Like when you talk about Michigan, Michigan State, the two most memorable games, good and bad, have happened the last two years. Hmm. Trouble with maybe that's out. yeah okay great point oh man if we had a podcast back then that would have been a dark dark day for me <laughs> all right but as a lesson to all michigan michigan state people you can still be friends okay you don't have to see eye to eye you can still be friends maybe oh cheers to episode 95 cheers cheers to going to Ford Field on Sunday with my friends to, to be in the pack. November. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you know, no what? shave November.